When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rumble. Feel the fires into the rear. It's mice and only know how to win. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. Uh, I am one of your two hosts, CM Chuck. Uh, you can just call me CM. And across from me, as always, the unbreakable Adamantium Adam. Hey, what's up, everyone? Happy the- Friday. Happy Friday, Double A. How are you doing tonight, man? Good, good, good. good, good, good. Guys, uh, we're going to kind of rush through some of the normal stuff we do. We want to give a little bit of time for everyone to come in and join the live. Uh, we appreciate you being here. We have a very special guest in the house tonight. And we're talking about something really cool tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're kind of following up on something that we talked about in yeah, the previous kind of episode. Yeah, like our, what, second sequel almost? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, everybody's in Christmas mode, uh, I think, but us, so we got we to gotta get in on that. Uh, but real quick, guys, I want to give a quick uh, couple, we want to do a couple of quick shout outs. Uh, if you guys saw the pictures, you know that we got to meet up with uh, Alfred uh, from uh, oh, Co- yeah. Collector's yeah. Cove <laughs> and Collector's Cove Corpse and from uh, the uh, Comic Book Characters podcast. Alfred has his hands in so many pies, I never know what to <laughs> introduce him as. So uh, quickly, Double uh, A, what did you pick up from uh, Alfred? Did you get a bunch of stuff? Uh, no, no. It was just a few uh, yeah, me too. issues. Uh, mo- mainly it was the Miracle Man. Uh, uh, this I was love like that uh, cover. I think this was uh, a Portland Comic Con exclusive. That's what this was. Okay, so, very I nice. I think it's Casada. I think. Yeah, so. very nice. But I just want to have a copy uh, so I can stop reading my real issue one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely get that issue one graded, bro. Yeah, Put that well, one great. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got this. I bought it for the beautiful cover. It's a Miles Morales cover. Uh, I don't know who the artist is, but I saw Alfred had it in one of his great auctions in the Collector's Cove Corpse. Again, go check them out, uh, that group. Um, and his uh, page as well. Uh, and in addition, because Alfred, the great guy he is, he also gave me this awesome Flash, which uh, I love because the cover and Flash is really running there. If you want, if you got a Flash cover, you got to get him running. So yeah, I love that. <laughs> so thank you to Alfred and uh, the Collector's Cove uh, Corpse. Uh, that's them right there. Again, go give them a like, follow, and a share. Alfred does a lot of great auctions, and he's actually getting out and about now to places and doing auctions in person. So you can go like to a bar. He was at a bar, I think, called Urban Brick. I think you go there, have a drink, and maybe eat some food, and then you can also see a, a pizza place, a comic book option. Oh, okay. I think everywhere is a bar, so that's just me. well. It could be. It, it could, could be too. Be. Yeah. So. Um, another uh, guy that we saw, if you saw the pictures, we were with Lucky the Dork Dad, also of the Now Watch This uh, podcast. And Lucky uh, had some books for uh, us. Uh, he gave me, got me some of these. Uh, you guys know I'm a huge Nightwing fan. Um, Next to Superman, probably my top DC guy. So he got me that one. This one, I haven't had a chance to read any of this stuff yet. But yeah, also he threw in this Green Goblin for me. Um, some uh, 
I guess nineties Spider-Man because I love Spider-Man as well. Uh, and I just like look the way this art looks, whatever. So Lucky had all those for me, and then he surprised me with this giant size Superman the movie book, which I thought was amazing. And I was like, dude, thank you so much. Look at this handsome gent right here. <laughs> the the only real true Superman right there. Big time. Big time. Uh, I know our guests will definitely have some uh, comments on that. <laughs> uh, so we got we got to get get that going. Uh, go ahead. Did you have stuff? To uh, share yeah. And so what I got from Lucky was some Hulk issues. Mm. Uh, love the Hulk. Uh, so he got me some of these. So very nice. So yeah, and he gave me uh the Batman official movie souvenir magazine. Oh, you can't go wrong with that, right? So there. that's what he threw in for me. So. Yeah, excellent. And who who did we get the witching hour from? Uh that was from Alfred. Oh, okay. Alfred also this one great. Uh Jess, if you're watching, hun, this is coming home to you, courtesy of mm -hmm. uh double A here. So thanks, double A for that one. Uh, and last but not least, uh, I want to thank a new uh, gentleman, uh, Big underscore Rob's underscore comics on Instagram. Go look him up. He sells stuff, too. And uh, uh, Big Rob had some great – I've actually did visit with him before uh, on a Fortnite comic book. I didn't know it until I went to his house to do this pickup. And uh, I was like, I, I think I bought from you before. And he was like, yeah, I think so, too. And uh, we know we had did our episode a while back about V for Vendetta. Yeah, and he yeah. happened to have some of the single issues. Those are great. Uh, so great, great uh, this is just some of them here. He gave me a really great deal. One through ten. On the number one and some of these others. And, um, yeah, they, they go – Half were from Robin, half were from another gentleman. Uh, I got to get uh, his name up there. That's um, uh, as well. Uh, he's a great artist who does uh, Ekman's comic show a lot. But uh, Rob, I got half from Robin, half from um, uh, from Eli. And uh, either way, uh, Rob wanted me to give him a shout out, guys. So go check out his Instagram. And, and if he has anything on there you'd like to buy, I mean, I'm sure he'd be happy to sell it to you. So he was also celebrating a birthday. So I hope you had a very happy birthday, Rob. And thanks again so much for the books. Uh, we're going to get into some comments, but before we do, uh, I want to welcome our guest who uh, I cannot say enough about. Uh, he's had us on his show before many moons ago. We wanted to get him on, um, you know, much sooner, uh, but I cannot think of a better time of year to have him on. I'm super excited <laughs> to have him on this time of year. Uh, if you're wondering where my t-shirt is from, it is from this gentleman, this man here who has uh, been on practically every Christmas podcast you can think of and a few others that are not Christmas related. Uh, a great friend of the show. He always is sharing in our group, the Friday Night Faithful. He's a true Friday nighter. Uh, but above that, he is a uh, podcaster. Uh, and uh, again, I would like to say a friend. So guys, please welcome to the show uh, tonight, our guest, Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas, aka Jerry Davila. Jerry? Hey, what's up, dudes? What is <laughs> up, my guy? I hope that my intro was uh, worthy of you, sir. <laughs> you know, it's uh, better than I deserve. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no, not true. Not true. Uh, Jerry, off top, can you give us a, an estimate of how many different podcasts you've been on? So I can. Now, there's a few that I've been on. I've recorded. They just haven't aired yet. They're going to be airing uh, this month. Okay. So it, it will be 23. 23 Total. podcasts yeah okay very nice my <laughs> nice. friend very nice jerry you yeah. don't discriminate you get on everything you can i love that i love that <laughs> you know uh one of these days you're going to be listening to a gardening podcast by accident and i'll be on there somehow <laughs> you, you know guys what makes jerry such a great guest is that he is such a wealth of information and knowledge on on a variety of things a true jack of all trades and i i don't even want to say master of none because i'm pretty sure you're probably a master of some jerry <laughs> I mean, I got to be good at something, right? Hey, there you go, man. <laughs> I'm uh, sure guys, there's something there. 
the only reason that Jerry's not here with us in person is because he is a, a native to Texas, but not a native to San Antonio area. Jerry, can you tell us where you're up out at right now? Yeah, I'm in the DFW area. So, okay. Um, okay. And I've been here about 14 years now. Yeah. But I'm originally from South Texas. I'm from uh, the Rio Grande Valley, Edinburgh, McAllen, Brownsville yeah. area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've we've been. I, my yes. very first trip to <laughs> McAllen, uh, AA took me to a con down there. Uh, we talked the whole way, and I felt like I was like, oh, that was like the shortest drive ever. Of course, I'm doing no driving. Double A's doing all drive. Oh, it helps. It helps. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, it helps. Dude, one yep. of the one of the best, most organized cons we've ever yeah. been to. Like mm-hmm. they had everything squared off right. It was in and out. Uh, what's that place called, Double A? The- uh, South Texas Comic Con. Okay, you ever been to that one, Jared? Down in your home home area? Down that way? No, no. I, I, well, actually, maybe. I honestly, it's been. I don't even remember it. I think it's kind of newish. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think it's been around that long. Then probably okay. not. I was probably up here if it started. Uh, I've been to several in Houston, of course, uh, the ones up here, but uh, I don't recall ever going down that way for one okay do you um, get to get home a lot jerry not too much no now. maybe yeah. maybe once a year if i'm lucky maybe twice a year okay uh, I, I mean with kids mean. it's like a 10-hour drive Oof. so i mean yeah and i know through your podcasting you have a brother here in san antonio with us i do yeah okay, yeah great. danny he's great, over great. there he's awesome, he's the one that's man. been on a few times awesome okay well jerry you're out we're bringing danny in so <laughs> 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 uh, Jerry, one of the things we like to do here is uh, in this first 30 minute block we do, we'd like to read through some of the comments of people that are joining us on Facebook Live. So we've got sure. Jason in the house. He says, what's up, bros? What's, hey, up, what's Jason? up, Jason? Hey, what's uh, going on? Aaron B is here. He says, uh, the Hulkster? Are we talking about? <laughs> Maybe the comic? Maybe. The, oh, the, yeah. Don't try the Hulk comic. Sorry. Maybe. Right, right. Uh, someone here just it says Facebook it user. It's got to be Yelly. She says, "What's up, Primo?" So, "What's up, Prima?" If that's uh, you, yeah, I don't know why it doesn't say your know, name yeah. on there. Oh, Jerry, here's else. a guy you know in the comments, Antonio Caruso. In the words of uh, CJ, uh, uh, so let's say he says, "Thanos of the podcaster Damn. world." Yes. You are, Jerry. There you got all the all the rings. Uh, Anthony also says uh, he's collecting podcasts like Thanos collected Infinity Stones <laughs> and beyond and beyond. Uh, you know, Jerry's more like the collector now, I think. <laughs> I think I am now. Uh, it's funny because after they made that joke, I did a little sketch, a, a real quick rough drawing of me in like a Batman-esque t-shirt uh, with my own Christmassy <laughs> Infinity gauntlet. And I have a few podcast logos on there. Uh, very nice <laughs> well we're happy to now officially be added because you've been on before you were on our 75th kind of uh double a was out i had my sister filling in and, and we right. were doing kind of a, a variety show for 75 um and uh you popped in for a few minutes and kind of gave us a little bit of your background yeah uh, but jerry tell us a little bit about totally rad christmas while, while we're reading through some more comments here Okay. So yeah, it's, uh, I like to say it's a podcast about the raddest time of year and the baddest decade ever. Uh, basically <laughs> if, you know, we'll talk anything that was awesome, uh, at Christmas time in the eighties and some things that are only maybe slightly Christmassy as well. It's mostly just an excuse for me to talk about toys, uh, that I loved as a kid and not feel, you know, like a huge nerd. So, uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, right I got place, toys for right? Christmas, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, as, um, so we talk about like, yeah, Transformers, G- well, that one's coming up, but G.I. Joe, Mask, you know, all those the Thundercats that you Mask. guys were on. We were on your Thundercats you know, episode. Yeah, those, we uh, love that. Those kind of things. And of course, we'll talk Christmas movies like Scrooged and Christmas Vacation and, and you know, A Christmas Story. But um, there's then I kind of get into things that are only maybe quasi Christmassy. So like mm-hmm. Invasion USA with Chuck Norris, you know, that kind of happens at Christmas. 
the Karate Kid takes place between <laughs> Halloween and yep, uh, and yep. December nineteenth. So I I counted it. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. What I love about Jerry, Jerry has given me new life to what is a Christmas movie. In fact, he <laughs> he's seen me lurking around the Tis the Podcast group because I'd be throwing in like, is this a, is, by the Jerry D definition, this is a Christmas movie. But his Karate Kid episode was great, but he did a great one on Rambo. Yeah, and I, I didn't oh even yeah, think about, I didn't even think about that with uh, Karate Kid because the All Valley Tournament is December like nineteenth. Nineteenth, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh damn, yeah, that's right around Christmas time. So yeah. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, there's like like one little scene where in the background you can see some like tinsel garland up, and there's like a little indicate. <laughs> it's like I'm counting it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Jerry. You're uh, Double A's a huge Rambo fan, but when you pointed that out about Rambo, it's like oh, I forgot when he's in the jail. The Christmas tree is up. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so funny how movies are regional. It's like you know, Karate Kid. It was around that time, but you didn't think about that because no, it's don't. Southern California, no. so it's yeah. warm. You know, yeah. whereas. You know, in Rambo, he's up in the in the north, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you just figure, oh, it's just cold. You know what I mean? Like, it's always cold. So you didn't think that it actually was around yeah. that time of yeah. year. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, one of the many, many reasons to go, number one, go check out Totally Red Christmas, as hey. my t-shirt says here. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it, it's a great listen. And Jerry does a much tighter show than we do, guys. So solid hour. He'll have you out of there. <laughs> uh, quick, I, I uh, try. Sometimes, like, you know, it, we'll go on just because it's so much fun talking, you know? And so... Yeah, it, it's totally. like okay, and I guess I probably should end it now. My wife is giving me dirty looks. I better, you know. So. <laughs> nice. Uh, you had uh, something, yeah. So that what's up, Primos from Luisa Maria Valdez. Oh, that's my cousin Weez or Weez. Welcome uh, to the show. Oh, you know what? Because this is our first time we're streaming out, guys. So anyone that might not notice, if you subscribe to us on YouTube, we're trying out this streaming on YouTube. So this and is it the looks first. Like time. That's where it came from. That yeah, Valdez. this is the first time we're shooting out to YouTube at the same time as our Facebook group called the Friday Night faithful so uh awesome uh i see roxana's yeah, here roxana's she says in the house hi guys uh, roxana up, roxana an alumni of totally rad yeah, christmas yeah. strawberry mm-hmm. shortcake episode yeah. that's right yeah yeah uh, she came on and then this one is from claude belager the uh, second uh that's cj cj yeah he says tell jerry i think he's sexy cj that's our favorite canadian right there uh <laughs> cj barlanga i've been stealing your your pronunciation of uh, uh, Anthony Caruso's name, uh, CJ, uh, who I had the joy of being on uh, with uh, Jerry's Batman episode and his uh, wrestling in the 80s episode, yeah. which you were sorely missed from, bud. You would yeah, have been yeah. great yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh, but always time. I'm sure Jerry's going to do another one. Uh, the, the one time Jerry was out of his depth in that wrestling episode. <laughs> I Yeah. I mean, like, like I said there, the most thing I know about wrestling is Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling <laughs> and no holds barred. And like there that's you it. go. Well, it's, funny, <laughs> it's funny though, but it, uh, you know, for wrestling, the the two important dates it seemed like were Thanksgiving and Christmas. Those were like the two biggest dates for for wrestling for a long, oh, long time. Yeah, yeah Survivor so, Series kind of built yeah. around and then Starcade or yeah. you know, like the the Von Erics, They had Star Wars, and that was their Christmas mm-hmm. event. It was on Christmas. So yeah, that's pretty damn cool though. I had oh, to yeah. admit, Jerry, I was even telling Double A about the. Uh, some of the Roddy Piper Christmas bits. And he was like, man, I don't really <laughs> remember. Yeah. And that I was, was like, Jerry dug deep. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only knew that because someone suggested it to me. Uh, and then he ended up not being able to, to come on the show because um, he got COVID or, or he was sick ah, or something. Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was. But I think he was sick of, of something. But so he couldn't make it. But I was like, hey, let's do it. It's awesome. I mean, it's it's not awesome, but you know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get you. It's like, we it's awesome you. that it's this deep, but woo, 
it, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you, man. Yeah, and that was a great Jerry had about how many of us were on there, Jerry? Seven? It was like seven people on there. Yeah. yeah. It was I like it was like, like a battle royal though. Like man. Royal Rumble, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get in the weeds with three here sometimes. So uh joining us also in the in the uh commenting audience, Joe uh, Martinez of the Now Watch This Podcast. Joe says it's Jerry D live, live and in the, in flesh. the flesh. And he goes, No Chuck's choices for Christmas movies. <laughs> Do not count. <laughs> all right. I guess there you go. What else we got in there? Hey, Joe says Jerry is the most professional of us all. By and I far. Don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> take, take it with a grain of salt, Jerry. Take you it know what? I, <laughs> I'll take the compliment. I don't know if it's true. I don't know if I'm really worthy of that, but uh, thank you, Joe. <laughs> I appreciate you. And I'll get you guys back on as well sometime. Uh, you, so I've been trying to get Joe and Lucky on. For like months since May, I was supposed to have Lucky on, and yeah. then because of his work schedule and then my yeah. work schedule, yeah. we just couldn't do it. So I'm uh, I'm definitely needing to. I mean, like we got to hammer it out because we were going to cover Fraggle Rock, you know, the bells uh. of Fraggle Rock, um, and and their their um day, but. I don't know if we'll get, I mean, maybe we'll change it up or something. I don't know, but yeah, it's funny. Cause I listened to their show uh, pretty uh, avidly. They were on my, my top five of my Spotify list and uh, they actually believe this or not, they're trying to get you on their show as well. <laughs> it's <laughs> a real, we'll, we'll get it worked out. Yeah. Passing in the night. These two ships <laughs> that's a, here. That's right. Uh, Joe says, uh, Claude Berlanga, LOL, my guy. He also says I miss CJ's pod. Uh, has some good stuff. It definitely does. I also let CJ know that I am uh, going to be missing that pod, but I hope to hear him more on uh, Tiz and on Jerry's. And eventually we want to get CJ on here as well. Uh, we've never had anybody from Canada on our show, so that would be a first for us. Uh, yeah. And he loves wrestling and he said he wants to talk wrestling. And there's no one that talks wrestling better than this man <laughs> on my right right here. So uh, our good friend Rich in the hey, house, Rich. Rich says, What's up, my brothers? Cheers. Cheers, Rich. Rich would like you to introduce you to our good friend Jerry D of totally rad christmas how's it uh, going that podcast so uh awesome guys uh double a do you want to adrenalize me was there any or jerry also feel free to jump in any pop culture news that happened this week that you read saw listened I guess to like just the hawkeye stuff uh, oh man Beatle, yeah yeah the beetle documentary that came out last week too mm -hmm. uh, that was real good yeah you uh, finished up already yeah. no you seen it already I'm, I'm still on part two i haven't seen the last part so I'm about I five, minutes, I seen five minutes in. I know it, you're a huge music though. fan. It's real good. It I has am, yeah, and I, yeah, it's on my list. I just I haven't quite caught it yet. I it, it it's kind of hard because they're almost like three hours a piece. So oof, that's oof. kind of like you have to make time, but mm -hmm. it's yeah. real it's real interesting just to see how the Beatles work in the studio. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty damn interesting. It's pretty cool to see Paul and John actually work out stuff. I'm, I'm sure, like man. music wise, work out stuff. Music wise, it, it's interesting. We so. talked a little bit about it last week, Jared. I just told Double uh, A, it's amazing that they had the foresight to have somebody filming that type of stuff there. And now, you know, we didn't know they were going to lose John. They didn't know that, you know, all this right. you know, the, the split was going to happen like that, so to speak. So uh, great job to have that out there. I watched the first five minutes. I did watch was really clean. Looks like Peter Jackson really cleaned it up. It, so. It's real clean, and it's funny because he does like Paul McCartney does say he's like. It's going to be funny in 50 years from now, you know, that uh, Yoko broke up the band when all she did was just sit there. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you a big Beatles fan, Jerry? Are they on your top there? My, my dad's a huge Beatles fan, so I'm, I'm more of a Beatles fan by proxy. Okay. Okay. That <laughs> works. Know, by association. Um, I like them. They have some great tunes, and, and usually whenever uh, our little – band gets together and plays we always throw in a couple of beatles oh, tunes nice. uh, nice. we can work it out as one of my favorites um, oh yeah 
Hey Bulldog, which is one of their more obscure ones, but from the Yellow Submarine mm-hmm. album. Mm-hmm. I like that one. It's a little more rocky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I can sing any of their tunes. It's fun, you know. They they're they're catchy and and I dig them. So Yeah. I know I know you're a bit of a musician, Jerry. Again, Jerry is the, I think the also only one of us uh podcasters that does his own intro music. Uh, oh yeah, which is very very <laughs> awesome and super catchy. Uh Jerry, when I first started listening to you, Joe, you know, we got to give all the credit to Joe cuz Joe's who turned me on to the Tis the Podcast group and then He taught uh, me about you guys too. So yeah. yeah. And yeah, he <laughs> Thanks, inter- introduced us <laughs> and uh he goes he goes, "Dude, once you start listening to Jerry's pod, you'll be humming his theme music, which I am. Every time it comes on, I'm singing along." Uh so it's so great, man. Uh Joe also does say we need to get Jerry on an 80s movie. Uh, and he says, uh, loving Hawkeye. Yes, we plan to talk all things Hawkeye towards the end. We're okay, yeah, gonna be awesome. six, yeah. right? Six, I think they're gonna do. I think yeah. so, yeah. yeah. You're caught up, right? Are you caught up? I am, yeah. I've okay, been enjoying good. it quite a bit. Um, I, I love that fraction run, you know, that they're 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 basing it oh, off yes, of. Yes, um, yes. Uh, of course, it has to be different because in the MCU he's got a family, you know, in the mm-hmm. fraction run, he he doesn't, he's still that kind of woman quasi womanizer uh-huh. owner, you know okay. screw up kind of guy <laughs> so i mean it's like it's really interesting to see how they're adapting it um yeah. and and i'm really enjoying it so far so yeah, man, yeah. we we, we got to get Jerry on Double A just to talk some comics because this oh, guy yeah. is a comic yeah. book guy like you're I a comic book guy yeah. and i'm a comic book guy i think but i'm like low level compared to you guys so like I, said, I, love that. I, I love your show jerry but when you had that spider-man issue i was kind of like whoa that's awesome you so know? much fun i love that issue yeah I, I read it every christmas time mm-hmm. nice <laughs> I get that one. yeah I, I read that one every year so and i was telling double a that i'm a big fan of the one you do uh the other episode you had with the uh the kitty pride issue oh yeah Wolverine. yeah that was a good one yes yeah. yeah you told me it comes I, right I, after I uh is it right after days of future Oh, yeah, it's like, like no, it's like way yeah, yeah. It's like right after the. Uh, it was a big oh, event. About uh, that Phoenix issue. Saga, yeah, single issue. Yeah, the Phoenix. Oh, the saga. Phoenix. Saga. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Remember, it's Kitty Pryde, yes. and she's yes. the yeah. the whatever it's basically monster alien. was. Alien. Yeah, and basically alien. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the two guys that Jerry had on with him, they did such a great job, kind of talking about you know the art and the feel of it, oh, and, yeah. and Claremont's yeah. writing, and yeah. so it was really, really a fun listen. You know. Uh, you don't think you can get a whole episode out of a single comic book, but you can. You definitely can. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, can. you know me. I can talk. I'll make mm. it work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we got in the comments here, uh, Double Joe said that he had the Beatles rock band. It kicked ass. Oh, yeah. That was uh, Joe says the wife is very into Hawkeye uh, as well. She tolerates the show more than the movie, it seems. So <laughs> she's a very big Jeremy Renner fan. Uh, Rich says that he just wanted to come in and say hi. Uh, he'll definitely rewatch later. And he says, Have a good night. Good night, Rich. Rich. Thank you for dropping in. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Joe says, Joe. Dude, Jerry got me to watch Murder She Wrote. That's how good his show is. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there are definitely some things that Jerry touches on his show that I'm like, I don't know that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got I to gotta familiarize myself. But hey, I was on a whole episode of Jerry's talking about Pizza Hut. So that's how great Jerry's show is. I was like, yo, I'm going to come in and talk pizza. All right, I'm there, dude. And it was a great time, me, you, and Art. Uh, and when you hear it, it does get you in the feels. Because, uh, sure. you know, Jerry sent this great article over me to read. And another wonderful thing about his podcasting is that he gives you your homework before you do it. And uh, I try. So sometimes if I get busy, I fail, but I do try. <laughs> hey, every time I've been a part of it, it's been great. And if you don't know, hey, you're you're left out to, to, to dry. Uh, so to speak, because 
the people that are around will pick it up for you because it's like when we did Batman Returns and Batman, there was some stuff in that second one. I was like, damn, I don't remember that. I need to rewatch. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah. but there was enough guys in there to, to, to pick it up. But uh, <laughs> when we did Pizza Hut, the article he sent me was so great. And it really had me thinking. I mean, I could literally visualize the the way Pizza Hut was back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. back then I was living in California, you know, yeah. that double A. And yes. it was like, we, there wasn't very many places to go on the uh, near the Marine base we were at. And I was like, man, I told Jerry, like, in a one-off message, I was like, dude, I kind of rolled a tear thinking about old Pizza Hut, <laughs> which, if you listen to our show, Jerry, me crying is no big deal, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but I was like, dang, man, what what a great time. And so it made for a really fun episode, and we talked about Book It and all that stuff, so it was really great. Book really it. Great. it awesome. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, Jerry, um, anything else that you want to say regarding Totally Rad Christmas before we're going to get ready to kind of take a little – we call it like a mini break and then we're going to get into the subject for the night uh go listen no i'm just kidding uh yeah. you know i mean yeah, yeah we, we i try to cover as much as i can i try to be different um because i want to cut there's like so much to cover about the 80s and at first mm-hmm. i was a little nervous when i started like thinking i'm kind of hemming myself in here uh, <laughs> you know but i mean there's like the more i read about it the more stuff comes up it's like dang there's a lot of, like i have years worth if i want you know to, mm-hmm. to, to keep this thing going and um so i'm excited about it i'm gonna try to cover more comic book issues i hope to have you guys on those as well awesome. uh, you guys awesome. are gonna be on uh, next week yes as, um yep so we're it's gonna rec- we're gonna record it next week and then that's uh, gonna drop the like i think the week after like a couple of days okay. later okay. so uh, i'm excited about that one to talk the robotech and i have a, a very vivid memory that i can't wait to talk about oh, uh, awesome. with you guys there but um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just try to keep it as much as I can into things I'm into, and hopefully it brings back like the Christmas feels to people, and you know, make them remember when they were little and they like ran to the tree Christmas morning and saw like the toys, and just were just filled with that joy and wonder and awe, you know, and and uh, and hopefully they can feel that um, throughout the whole year. So. Totally, man. And there's no better time of year right and right now guys we just got into december to listen to start jerry's podcast jerry i've had people reach out to me uh my cousin belinda reached out she said you know we were talking about uh being on your show and she goes a a, Chris, a, a podcast about christmas in the 80s i definitely got to listen to it i just checked in with her recently if she had a chance yet she said she had it but she was really excited to listen and then when i posted up my spotify list somebody saw it and they said they messaged me they said what's totally rad christmas uh yvette uh mark ah, okay. and i said oh if you love you know, think about Christmas time in the eighties. I said, and everything you just said, Jerry, you paint such a vivid picture about that. I spent so many Christmas Eves, you know, as mm-hmm. Latino families mm-hmm. do with this guy yeah. being over at his mom's yeah. house, nice. the, wood, the wood paneling on there, us yeah. being up crowded, yeah. a, a tree practically. Cause it's like every with cousin's presence there. Yeah. 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 Uh, our parents drinking, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and just, it was like a blast. It was like, yeah. It wasn't even like a lot of focus on like Santa showing up. It was just like we were just having the yeah. time of our lives. Yeah. So mm-hmm. dude, when you say that, it hits. And I've got pictures of me with toys around me that are like all this stuff we wish we still had. Thundercats, Rambo I toys. <laughs> I had a commando figure. I mean, like, and I'm like, where is that stuff? Forget oh, my it. gosh. Yeah. I had that commando stuff. figure, too. Uh-huh. And it had the real cloth <laughs> pants, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so funny man uh it's, a couple it's of- funny uh, and sorry to interrupt but um speaking of toys so um my kids are playing with some of my old toys i mean they're not worth anything now because they're all most of them broken but like we brought my parents brought over a box of gi joes i have some thundercats he-man some of my you know my masters uh some um the cops you remember the the cops 
figures. Yeah, I remember like, that one. Yeah. Bulletproof and long arm. And uh, <laughs> so they, they play with some of those, uh, some of my transformers. And so, um, yeah, just, it's fun. They just have fun and, and, you know, seeing them play with them is it's, it's pretty awesome. So yeah, that's amazing, I, man. That's I, amazing. I, I, but I'm the same way. I still wish I had them in the, you know, in the boxes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'd be living whole other different lives. Jerry, oh, I know. You, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, but shoot, we're right up against that first break. We're going to take this quick break guys uh, for our audio listeners. If you're listening to us on Spotify or anything like that, uh, we just do this quick break here to load our audio. While we do that, uh, we read through your comments and we'll talk and discuss anything like that. If you're joining us on Facebook live or on YouTube live or on our Facebook group live now, uh, we're not going anywhere. We'll be here hanging out with Jerry during that time, but we're just going to let this audio load up and then we'll be right back and get into our topic so uh really don't go anywhere keep hanging out we'll be right back all right jerry we're still here we're still live with everybody we do that every 30 minutes because the anchor app we use to record the audio version of our show uh makes us do that so yeah yeah <laughs> maybe we it. got to buy in or something like that but uh what did joe Hill, uh, have to uh, say joe said a good cry is always good absolutely me then, lucky and joe cry all the time <laughs> and then he tells jerry to hit the music Hit it. <laughs> and then Joe says, me and Jerry doing a Harry and the Hendersons episode. Mm. So, Joe is right. the biggest Sasquatch fan in San Antonio, <laughs> I think. He just added me to a Sasquatch group. Oh, he's convinced wow. that okay. Sasquatch is here in San Antonio. I was Damn. like, I don't think if he's... No, uh, if he's furry, he's not going to be here in San Antonio. Not only that, but it's pretty flat and dense here. The forest is not very... You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, not gonna, it's not a lot here, so... Maybe a big javelina, you might get like <laughs> more Definitely woods. That Maybe some but... wild turkeys. That's about it. <laughs> hey, but if you guys are doing hairy interventions, I'll be listening. I'll be listening. So right for sure. on, <laughs> um, Jerry. Uh, so tell us, uh, you've been up in the DFW area for quite a while now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about oh. fourteen years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Followed a girl up here. Didn't work out, but uh, then it did because I met my wife. So. There you go. Right. <laughs> How nice is that? Right. Awesome, man. Yeah. And Jerry, yep. you work at one of the, or is it the largest Christmas store in the area? Up there. So it's the largest in in Texas. It's the second largest in the U.S. The, the, wow. the first one is is up north, yeah. and um, they've been around for longer than we have. Um, we're actually. And and you know, mum's the word, but uh -huh. uh, <laughs> so I probably shouldn't be saying it. But we're we're thinking about expanding, so uh, wow. we might actually be getting a bigger space and becoming yeah. an even bigger store. Very so, cool, man. Very cool. I'm not um, supposed to know that, so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just Jerry, our, it all. Our, yeah. our audience is smaller than yours, so we're we're good. <laughs> Unless you share this to your page, then you're in trouble. <laughs> oh, it's definitely um, getting shared. But uh, <laughs> pretty cool on our wrestling episode. Um your oh, this uh, is off Spotify, so no one on Spotify. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're um your coworker talked about you guys having some uh, celebrities come in. You had a uh, Sting. Sting, right. yeah, he's nice. come in the store. Yeah, uh, a couple of football pre uh, players that um, I wasn't there for. Mm. Well, I was, but I was helping other customers, so I didn't get to see who it was. I just know the manager went over and started talking to him. Uh, yeah. But he was uh, someone from the Cowboys. This was like two years ago, though. Okay. Are you a hard, um, are you a hardcore Cowboys fan, Jerry? Now that you're up in the area, <laughs> I should be right. <laughs> I I think out of all the teams, I root for the most but I, i'm not even really into football that much it's more okay. like uh you know like playoffs yeah super yeah. bowl heck yeah regular season i think at this point the cowboys have disappointed us all so much it's just like <laughs> you know who cares you're, you're, you're breaking joe and double a's heart right now with that no point. and i i don't get me i don't get me wrong i, I like i said i th they're my favorite team 
but I'm just not a huge uh, football fan. I was always more into, you know, uh, Transformers and G.I. Hey, <laughs> Joe. I hear you. Mostly because I was I was also very short and scrawny and and not very good at sports, so I got I think, better. But <laughs> I think we can all all relate in some uh, facet to that for sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe starts to uh, sing some lyrics. Uh, Though the years have come and gone, he says, "Bro, Bigfoot is in Tejas." And then Joe also <laughs> says, "Joe says he'll be up in DFW this summer. Jerry will get together." So that sounds yes. like fun. Jerry travels. Uh, Jer- not Jerry. Joe travels a lot because. His kids are in all kinds of sports, so uh, yeah, they are. He, he moves around uh, quite a bit. Yours are a little too little for that, right? Not... Well, the oldest is nine. Okay, uh, we, you know, we were gonna already sign her up for stuff, and then COVID happened, and then we just have kind of now been like, oh, should we? Shouldn't we? And but yeah. I think she's at that age now. She's in the archery club at school, so she's oh, uh, she's gonna cool be Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop. Ah, she's gonna cool. be Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Does she yeah. watch with you? Is she into it, or do you don't let them watch? That no, kind of we don't let them watch yet. Uh, okay, okay. You, we we will eventually. She's. Yeah, they've yeah. seen like uh, the the big battles at the end of the Avengers. They've seen uh, the big battle at the end of you know Endgame. Okay. Uh, okay. But but I haven't really let them watch any of the shows yet you know they're a little there's, more there's some stuff risque. in there that can be kind of touch and go i, I guess yeah, uh, yeah. it's funny yeah. right now especially as the netflix marvel stuff yeah i was Woo! watching uh, yeah, but jessica, daredevil is fire that, man you know, i was watching jessica jones and that's another like, one that's good and yeah. i asked my daughter i was like hey you want to see it and we're watching it. i was like holy shit there's a lot of sex scenes <laughs> i was like uh, <laughs> uh yeah i was like uh Maybe not. Yeah, yeah stick to close, the, your, close your eyes. Let's, let's stick to the Disney Plus shows. Yeah, <laughs> for real. You know, my nephew's eight, and he's asked me about Hit Monkey. You know what I mean? Because he thinks oh, that's yeah, a yeah. cool concept. And I, I watched through it, and I was like, I don't know if we can do Hit Monkey. I was like, there, there's, there's no <laughs> well, sexual like, stuff in there, but the violence is pretty violent. You know? Like Invincible too. That was another oh, one that was gosh. very violent. Yeah. yeah, that was very violent. That was super violent. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. The brains all over the place. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, we're, I'm doing a little research before we come over, right? So I'm watching the tail end of the show we're going to be discussing right now. And my sister's uh, helping her friend make a cake tonight. And she brings over her two small daughters. Well, they like see cartoon on. So they plop down and yeah. they're, they're two and three and they're right. watching it. And she's like, is it? And I said, you know what? There's nothing. I said, actually, it's kind of woman power and there's no it's, you know, got violence, but it's not like there's no cursing in that one. And there's no uh, right. sex stuff. So I was like, I think they're OK. She goes, oh, because it looks kind of anime-ish. And I said, no, the art is good like that, but it's not really like it, anyone could watch it. I feel like it was really PG. I thought the revelation, you know what I mean? So the series. Oh, part oh, one and master, part two. Oh, masters. masters, yeah, yeah. I'd say PG, yeah, yeah. I'd say PG, right. yeah. I mean, two and three still kind of little with the violence, but and maybe missing some of the concepts. But uh, right, I, mean, I was like, oh, I think they're okay. It wasn't like you know Dragon Ball or anything like that. You know what I mean? so. <laughs> Dragon Ball is something else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, it's funny, um, and I, I mean, we'll get into it. When we get into it, but mm-hmm. I, I. I I kind of liked it. I don't know what the big fuss was about everything. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, part two, I think, was definitely better than part one. Sounds interesting. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know what? Let, let's not unload. But, let, let's let's start talking about it. I'm gonna, let me hit the record no, button on the audio, and then we'll get right back into it. Uh, guys, uh, hang out for another second or so. All right, everyone out there, we got Jerry D from Totally Rad Christmas in the house, and we brought him in for a very particular reason. If I had one big regret, Jerry, is that while I am so happy to have you on in December, because to me that's the coolest to have a Christmas podcaster <laughs> on in December, we did an 80s episode. We did an, an 80s movies episode, oh, yeah, and then yeah. we did an 80s cartoon episode, Yeah, and I didn't 
get Jerry on for either of those. And I'm a, I'm a dumbass for that. So, <laughs> no. but, but we got you here now and it's kind of cool because we're talking about, um, we did an episode a while back. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation on Netflix, part one, me and Double A. But now we want to discuss Masters of the Universe Revelation, part two. Uh, so Five episodes uh, from the mm-hmm. part two. Yeah, five episodes on Netflix. And we're big fans, me and Double A, of mm-hmm. He-Man in the 80s. Uh, yeah. Jerry, I got to hear your thoughts on that as a child of the 80s like us. So He-Man was probably my favorite growing up especially in the early to mid 80s that was like like that was the thing i mean i i still i've said it on several podcasts now uh but like my favorite gift i've ever gotten for christmas was the castle grayskull you know that was that was like that was like the greatest you know um so many hours my kids play with my old one now of course ah. it's like ridiculously broken and whatever but they play with it and it's fun Um, and you have it that's and i still have have it it. yeah yeah uh and they still play with a few of my figures i i bought them and um you know santa and and the easter bunny have brought them a few uh of the the new ones you know the the retro line um, that's come out but but they still play with some of mm-hmm. mine, you know, that, that haven't come out yet. Um, like Grizzlore, you know, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Some, some of those guys, you know, some of the more <laughs> obscure ones. So they'll mix them all together. But, uh, I mean, He-Man was, like, awesome. I remember being at school and coming home and watching He-Man, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, like I still remember that being at – I went to First Baptist Elementary uh, – even i'm not baptist i don't know whatever but anyway <laughs> uh, you know it's just I, I i went and then i'd come home and i'd watch he-man like i still remember that you know it was like so cool uh and um so uh, yeah he-man was like my favorite i actually was a fan of that uh, early 2000s uh, i love that one. reboot that they did i thought I love that one. it expanded the mythology yeah. really well mm-hmm. it yeah. uh you know built upon what the other the filmation had done mm-hmm. and it kind of threw in some of the concepts of the uh, the mini comics as well which yep. I, I liked yep i love uh, the mini comics so, yeah because the the, the cool thing about Masters of the Universe is that it's a multiverse, you know, mm-hmm. there's like right. <laughs> there's right. like so many mm-hmm. different timelines or, <laughs> yeah. or, or universes essentially in it. And I'm like huge into that. You know, I'm, I'm a big comic book fan like you guys. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I just I love everything about it. Um, and then this new one came out and, and I heard the backlash and I thought, well, OK, let me watch it, see what's going on. And I, I kind of get it. There's not enough He-Man in the first one. But mm-hmm. what I think people forget is that there's lots of episodes where there's not enough He-Man in them either because right. it's not about him. It's about the other one. And He-Man just comes in to help save the day at the end, you know. Yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of those like Mechanek and his son. There's the, the Fisto mm-hmm. episodes where he has to learn to be a good person. Uh, Tila's Quest is like one of those classic episodes, you know, from the Filmation series. So he man's barely in that one you know um so i mean i just looked at it as one of those it was like one of those other masters centric episodes and the he-man just kind of comes in and saves the day at the end sure i I mean oh go ahead go ahead no no i'm just gonna say that for me it hit all of those old check marks Mm because i was the same way where he-man was my number one uh as a kid among the you know what do we call it sometimes (laughs) the big four or big five uh you know transformers gi joe uh thundercats and he-man and then later on you do get turtles at the tail end yeah yeah. Uh, but for me he-man was always number one that was the first figure i went to go buy i can remember the first thing i ever told my parents i wanted to be when i grow up was he-man i was like can i be he-man when i grow up and of course you know i'm you know five they're like yeah you know what i mean yeah but uh no uh 
I totally get you. Uh, it's called steroids, bro. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Double A, with the in the eighties show? How did oh, you? He Man. He Man was like the ultimate guy. That's the guy I wanted to be too. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love Lionel. Yeah. Lionel was my number two guy, but man, He Man is just by the quote by the power of grace. Oh, I have the power, and then he transforms. Yeah, you know, it becomes this total badass. I mean, and then the name. He-Man. Sure. I like, yeah. Get any more manly than man. that. Yeah, it's like Rambo. He-Man. You know, it's like, man, I want I want that kind of name, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But uh let's talk a little bit, Jerry, about like so when you first heard that they were gonna do this, and not really a reboot, but a um it was supposed a, to be a, a, a continuation of where the 80s left. Mm-hmm. Off. That's, that's where it's supposed to be. That's what that's what I heard like. at first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it kind of it's like a quasi sequel. You know, mm-hmm. um, there are elements of it, and, and they do lots of references, which I loved. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of toy references, a lot of uh, filmation references. <laughs> what, what but there are some things they, that are different. So, oh, what I ahead. loved is that what I loved is that they even included the '87 movie. Oh, yeah, cool. there yes. was so Blade much from the '87. Like, yeah, Blade. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> I've got that in my notes right here to ask you guys about. But yeah, I but saw like, there is too. so much stuff. I mean, even the quote, you know, this will be our final battle. And, mm-hmm. Yes, you know when and when he's speaking to all of Eternia, like yeah. in that big hologram. Yeah. I was like, that's yes. the movie. Very yeah. cool callback. Everything about it. Yeah, I there was a yeah a lot of cool references. So I was like super jazzed uh, when I heard it was coming out as well. Um, and, and yeah, uh, you know, I, I there was a few things here and there. And it was originally, like I heard uh, as well, was supposed to be a sequel. They've changed enough that I don't think it really is. Uh, OK, I, yeah. I, yeah, I think for me uh, and I don't know if it's true, but for me in my own head canon, it's just a universe that is very similar to the filmation universe. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. I, I get that. It kind of rides along those rails, which, you know, that's a lot of times I tell double A when people kind of get in their feelings about you know, even Avengers or Spider-Man. And I was I'm like, look, guys, it, it 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 embodies, you know, the essence of the character. Right, and it, it's, right. it's just considered another multiverse. You know what I mean? That that ex- right. exists there. Double uh, A is very big on saying, you know, did it capture the heart of it? And I think it did a great job yeah. of doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. So when you got done with part one, Jerry, just real quick, we got a whole episode on it for us on our thoughts on part one. But before we get into part two, give us your thoughts specifically on how you felt after part one ended. There was a lot of, I mean, we heard the backlash too. We both didn't agree with it. And then it was unwarranted because to me, I was like, the story's not over guys. Yeah. Yeah. There's still more story to tell. And plus if this is going to be a thing where like, maybe they bring on a different showrunner for like a, I know they're calling this part one and then, you know, part two, but if they do a part three, it might not be Kevin Smith. It might be another group of guys. If you focus all on He-Man in the first two, you know, when are you going to ever talk about the other characters? When we watch a right. show like Game of Thrones or The Walking Dead, it kind of goes around the table of it the does, main characters, yeah. you know? But, I mean, you can't get well, away from that expectation. It's like if you have certain. Transformers, you want to see Optimus Prime, right? Right. right. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, same thing here. If you have Masters of the Universe, you want to see He-Man. Yeah, so, yeah understandable. You know. Right, right. And, and I think what kind of what sets it apart is that it's just masters of the universe mm-hmm. whereas most mm-hmm. pe- most people's minds it's he-man and the yep. masters of the universe right so like you said the expectation was we need to see he-man he-man yeah. uh, and so when he wasn't really in that first part a lot uh, i mean it made sense that people were going to be upset you know um yeah but I you mean, when I you got little... done watching it go, oh sorry go ahead 
No, no, just uh, again, to kind of get your thoughts on like when you finished part one, your personal opinions about it, mm -hmm. like obviously there were some dramatic things that happened, you know what I mean? That people right. were like, but I mean, I think we all knew kind of like, that's not how it's going to end. Although that was pretty dramatic, you know, with right. things that happened to Prince Adam, uh, Orko, uh, how did it leave you kind of feeling once part one was done? Because we were, it was very Empire Strikes Back for us. We were like, we're ready for part two, like, let's go, <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, and, and I couldn't remember, and I had read it, but I couldn't remember when uh, part two was coming out. So mm -hmm. I think more than, than being upset with changes or anything, like a lot of people were, I was more upset that I had to wait to like, <laughs> to watch it, you know, I was like, come on, don't leave me hanging like that. Right. <laughs> you know, it's right. like when, in, when Infinity War ended, you know, oh, and, and Thanos won, yeah. and you're just like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? I kind of got that same feeling. I was more upset about the wait. Um, and then I, I remember reading, it was coming out in November. I was like, ah, oh, perfect. Okay, great. I don't have to wait that long. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So so that's okay. But I, I mean, I actually, I liked it. Like I said, there was there was so many um, callbacks and references um, that I thought it, it did well. Uh, the whole magic dying was uh, kind of interesting. It kind of reminded mm -hmm. me of, I mean, Marvel did that a few years ago with Doctor Strange. Ah. Um, you know, so, so that kind of reminded me of that. And I just wanted to see what they thought about it. And Evil Lynn uh kind of working on a redemption arc you know in that mm -hmm. first part again mm -hmm. i thought that was kind of cool that you know you think evil lynn and i mean it's in her name evil lynn yeah know? for so, sure <laughs> so yeah. uh i like the the whole i don't know if i like it but i i thought it was interesting the whole beast man you know kind of pining after evil that lynn was thing. yeah, yeah that i was, was like different. wow yeah i was like where did that come from mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and, and going back and i've watched a lot of the uh the original you know the filmation series with my kids lately like the last two years so i don't really see it although they did pair up quite a bit mm. uh, especially the first season like a lot of times it was it was evil lynn and beast man doing like their own thing trying to get their own power and they might, you know, go behind Skeletor's back and <laughs> go this other thing. So I thought, well, you know, I, that kind of makes sense. I can see where they're coming from that maybe beast man would have a thing for her. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of little interesting changes. Uh, Tila's haircut, I thought was kind of dumb though. Okay. I, mean, I didn't like, like it either. Like, come on. <laughs> now you're just trying to be edgy. You know, there's no yeah. need for that. Sure. Sure. Uh, but, but I thought her going off on her own and, uh, you know, I, I get it. She would feel betrayed. It makes perfect sense. You know? Yeah. It was like, how many people knew your email? Everyone raised their hand. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. exactly. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> and they were supposed to be super tight. So right. yeah. um, everyone in the group knew except her. <laughs> how'd you feel about the stellar cast jerry because we loved the cast man i mean we yeah were like, you know so i i really didn't get off to mark hamill uh i i thought he just sounded too much like joker, the joker I, yeah. I thought that too that's mm -hmm. that was my my main thought yeah was like, he was just doing the joker essentially yeah so i was kind of uh, like yeah <laughs> and and they got they got Alan Oppenheimer back for Mossman. Like they should have just used him for Skeletor. I, I don't know why they didn't. Fantastic. I think that would have been you know yeah. there there were so many lines that got delivered that I would have loved to heard in that voice yeah. because he he the, the Mark, Mark Hamill was great and there's a lot of parts where it feels like okay it's different but then he'll slide quickly into <clears> some <throat> Joker and then yeah. with the one liners was that a was that a a, a, a thing that Skeletor did back in the day, the one-liners, because that felt very Joker. He had a lot of these kind of like, there was a lot yeah, of jokes yeah. written into it yeah. for Mark Hamill. Yeah. It felt like, I mean, he, I like, he definitely uh, would joke and, and like berate his his underlings, you mm -hmm. know, his henchmen. And sometimes he would he would make a joke, but not like that. It was, it was different. Yeah. It was a little more subtle. Uh, 
No, de- not quite the same. But okay. you're right. It was definitely just Mark Hamill doing the Joker. Doing the know. Joker. Okay. I, yeah. I, and I kind of agreed. And that's I love Mark Hamill. I think we, we I all, too. Yeah. all love Mark Hamill yeah. here. Yeah. So, okay. Okay, cool. Well, no, I wanted to just kind of get some of your thoughts on that, on, on part one. Uh, yeah. But we're here to talk about part two, um, which mm. aired on what? November, late November? Right after, November 23rd. Okay, right yeah. before yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Right. Um, Jerry, how did you, did you watch really fast or did you like pace yourself out or? No, I, I have to. Uh, so I don't get a lot of time to watch things, especially cause I have to like watch other things for my show. Like yeah. that I have to watch. <laughs> so uh, when it's something that I want to watch like this, there's a lot of, uh, okay, just uh, <laughs> take the phone wherever I can, you know, just <laughs> I watch if it. I'm sitting with my kids at night, <laughs> patting their back, you know, or, or trying to get them to go to sleep, you know, uh, rubbing my fingers through their hair or whatever. Uh, I'll be watching, <laughs> you know, <laughs> slyly. Uh, so yeah, there was a lot of just whenever I could, uh, you know, on my lunch breaks at work, just um, trying to catch up. And so I, I ran through it fast as, okay. as fast as I could. Yeah. Cause I knew I was, if I'd waited, I was going to miss and probably, be spoiled on a lot of things <laughs> yeah um, I, I i hate that i'm always trying to avoid spoilers so i exactly yeah. know what you mean and double a knows i'm always telling stories like that on this show like i'm watching while i'm brushing my teeth and kind of getting dressed yep. and looking over my, same here you yep. know and, and <laughs> on my lunch break too i think people think i watch tv all day at work and i'm like no no I, I'm, I'm working I, you know i might have it on in the background and i'm like doing two things at once but how about you double a did you did you go uh, to- on a saturday i made plans for for a saturday and we nice. saw it in like two and a half hours so oh nice yeah. or hour that's the best. like a yeah. movie Movie almost yeah right? okay yeah. perfect yeah that's perfect. cool and you watched with uh your with brother Jack and a friend and my brother yeah how did they did they they loved it they loved yeah, it they loved okay it. great yeah. great great, great. Yeah. his his oldest brother uh is is one of the biggest he-man fans i know so nice. dress up as he-man for halloween yeah that's Ooh, right. dress i up thought about that. it i I, yeah. <laughs> I have the the costume is there in my amazon wish list uh, I just very like, nice uh, <laughs> i'm not spending that money on that but... pull that trigger <laughs> treat yourself treat yourself uh, let me ask you guys something. They did that really cool in the beginning of this one, that classic art intro. Was that, oh, yeah. that, was that was on the, the first, first part? Too. Yes. I yeah, loved they that. did it too. Yeah. I loved it that too. was so yeah. uh, excellent. I don't, I don't know if yeah. we talked about it enough, but. I don't know if it was, because uh, I think the guy's name is Frank Obrero or something like that. It, it's something Obrero. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was actually him or if they just uh, recreated that. Um, but he's the one that did that in the style of uh, of uh, Frazetta. Frank Frazetta, you know, yeah. Frank Frazetta, oh, nice. yeah. Uh, nice. and so, um, Rudy Obrero, that's the name, I think. Rudy Sorry, Obrero. okay. Frank is, I was thinking of Frank Frazetta, but um, you know, he did that in that Frazetta's type style. Um, and so I, I don't know if that was actually his or uh, because that book I'm hoping to get for Christmas, The Art uh-huh. of Masters in the Universe. Yes. Um, Very nice. but yeah, anyway, uh, or if that was like brand new for the show, but either way, I loved it because it's that same art style that's there mm-hmm. on the packaging, you know. That's yes. yes. So right away, I got that 80s vibe. And I think that's part of the charm of this special. Like, like yeah, it's it's cool. The writing's, you know, more sophisticated than like sure. Michael Straczynski did back in the day and, and Paul uh-huh. Diddy did. Uh-huh. But at the same time, it's like there's something it's still there it's it's that charm because there maybe it and maybe it's just nostalgia glasses i don't know but but mm-hmm. like it really brought me back to to being a kid again and and running home you know to, to watch those 
No, totally. And that's what me and double A talked about when we did part one. Cause I said that I said, without me going back to watch any of the, the, the old series, because at one time, a few years back, we talked about this where I had tried to rewatch a couple of us and I was like, man, it doesn't hold up. And we've had that conversation during yeah. the three regarding yeah. Thundercats, where I told you what a joy it was for me to rewatch the right. episodes for your show. But when I, on my own was trying to rewatch He-Man, I was like, Oh man, kind of, kind of uh, hard, kind yeah. of hard. There's, not, that, not that what it was. Yeah. There's, there's a few that hold up. Like there's a few episodes of uh, the game, Tila's quest, that okay. other Tila one. I don't remember. Um, there's, I, there's like a handful. The rest are like, Ooh, maybe yeah. not. The yeah. Shira actually holds up better than, uh, I've heard that the writing uh, was better. The writing was more sophisticated. Nice. They kind of learned a little bit from the masters, you know, uh, from He-Man's run. Mistakes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So so they kind of streamlined things a little bit better. The stories are a little more cohesive. Um, so, yeah, I know what you mean. They're especially like if you're watching the very first like 10. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> it's, funny to, it's funny too, right, to say like, oh, more sophisticated writing than Straczynski and Dini who like, you know, these guys that did amazing things, you know, Straczynski in comic books and then Dini, right. and, you know, Batman, the animated series. It's like, there were no strangers to being sophisticated. It I guess it just was, they were trying to do what they had to do at the time. It, it, it was well, a lot of it was censors too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So because they were writing for TV, things had to get censored in certain ways. And so some things had to get rewritten. Uh, and so there were, there were segments that, you know, just didn't make it and things that were cut um, just because of, you know, they didn't deem it appropriate for children right. at that age. Right. Yeah. Did you watch the documentary, Jerry, on uh, Netflix, The Power of Grayskull? Power of Grayskull, yep. Yeah, I thought it was super excellent. I told Double A to yeah. watch it. I was like, it's, it's, you would have been a great companion when you're with your brother and Jack, like to watch it. Well, also. we we're trying to, we're, oh. we tried to. Uh, the closest that we've seen is that uh, the cartoons or the toys that made us. The toys that made us. Yeah, that's a great one. That's, that's, one that's, that's really a great one, too. And there's yeah. a lot of overlap as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So. I think uh, The Power of Grayskull gets more into the, the movie as well than, than that oh, one does. Nice. Very yeah. nice. Okay, so what I wrote out, guys, was I kind of wrote some highlights. I don't want us to go episode by episode. Yeah, Let, let's hear right, on some right. things that I really want to hear what you two guys thought. So, guys, anyone out there that's listening to this that hasn't watched Masters of the Universe Revelation Part Two, spoiler alert, spoiler. it's coming. Spoilers. We're gonna, if you haven't gotten any yet, <laughs> you're like, oh, you ruined it. It's about to get worse. So we're gonna go deep into it uh, before our next uh, little mini break here. We still got about ten oh, minutes. Yeah, so we, we got yeah. a lot of time yeah. to talk about some stuff. So I want to start off with this. When we leave uh, the end of part one, we see what happens. You know, Skeletor gets the power sword, uh, runs Adam through, and yeah. we get Skelegod at the end. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, I mean, you're like, to me, as an adult man that's 40, I was watching this and I was like, you know, what the hell just happened? Like, it yeah. wrong. what happened? It felt wrong. Him yeah. saying I have the power. Yeah. Felt ugly. I was like, like, I was yeah. like, yeah, did he just win. I was like, what is this? And I mean, I, and even though my adult mind knew this is not the end, I was like, wow. I was like, I'm shook. I'm shook it. As the young people say, <laughs> um, Jerry, how did you feel seeing that end? you know, happen? Yeah. Same. Uh, it was just like, I, well, first of all, it reminded me of, of like you said, the movie, mm -hmm. uh, which mm -hmm. as terrible it is, it, as it is, it's one of my favorite movies. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like I'll acknowledge it's a canon film. It's bad. Mm -hmm. I know it's bad, but I love it. It's just, you know, it's, it's I, right up my you know, alley. I, I tell CM here, I thought Meg Foster was the perfect evil in. Yeah. Yes. And I even thought Dolph Lundgren, man, was the perfect he man. Mm -hmm. He is super buff in that movie. He's six, seven. 
that's the way I want my He-Man to look. Yeah. It's like him. Right. So, I, I mean, I loved it. Franklin Jella. Franklin awesome. Jella, to me, was he the standout. Was, he killed it. Like, he killed it. He took Meg that Foster, movie and I elevated it. Yeah. And, and yes, I, I, said, I, I, I agree. Meg Foster was awesome. Uh, I think it would have been interesting to see if they had had, you know, the budget after all and it, uh, to dub Dolph Lundgren. Because they were going to give him like three takes. And then if he couldn't do it after the third take, they were going to overdub him. Oh, damn. And then for oh, budgetary really? reasons, they, they, they just couldn't. Yeah. So um, it would have been interesting I, to see uh, with a different voice. You know. Had they dubbed it. Yeah. I loved it, though, when he says, I have the power at the end. Of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. When yeah. they're both looking at that little orb and he has it and there's grace on the back. I'm like, it's damn. pretty great. He didn't it, need the cape. The cape was too much for him. But but I other, think so, yeah. other than that, I mean, like I said, we we talked about Franklin Jella. Uh, I I just was like, man, I, if this was a better movie, we were cheated out of. We got a great Skeletor. We were cheated out of him being in a better movie because he was fantastic. He was so I fantastic. I thought, yeah. and he looked super creepy. I remember watching that in theaters with my dad, and that uh, we went by ourselves. We sat pretty close because I wanted to be like in the screen. And I remember when they're clashing, you know, swords near the end yeah. of that bright light. Mm -hmm. And it was like the screen, the movie screen was so bright because I made us sit close. I was like, wow. Like, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> thought it was amazing. Nice. And, and again, like I said, you know, now we can look back at it with all the nostalgia and be like, while it's not great, it has a lot of good things about it. I can sit through it almost any time. Me too. It's yeah. totally fine to me. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's really cool. And it, like I said, it's cool that Kevin Smith, I guess, acknowledged the movie, some of the parts. Yeah, and he, of the movie. Yeah. he went yeah. on record saying that he that wasn't really his era. He said he wasn't the biggest He-Man fan, but yeah. they had so many guys on board that were from like the uh, MasterOfTheUniverse.org right. that were like the guys that keep Master of the Universe alive. And he was like, nothing is not going through them. So I'm not going to do things. You know, he joked about it on his show, uh, you know, saying that you're not going to see, you know, He-Man smoking weed and stuff like that. He's like, <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be, you know, uh, dick and fart jokes, you know, with uh, you know, man at arms. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. You know, he's pretty much saying, I don't want fans to be worried. But right. what, what I do hate, and I don't hate this about Kev because I love Kevin Smith. To death, I do love him. I tell Double A all the time; he's my spirit animal. Uh, <laughs> but you know, he gets so hurt, and he was really hurt by yeah, the, neg did. the negativity right. of the beginning. And I was like, "Dude, yeah. you, don't owe, you don't owe anyone anything, man. You're not yeah. done telling your story. Let yeah. it happen, and then see what people think." Because right. I think I think people will still hate that. What he man in space more? <laughs> oh yeah, gosh, that one was awful. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> the new adventures of He Man. A yeah. pony, ponytail and like skinny with pants. Yeah. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I remember when the toys came out and I was like, no. <laughs> I, I had never avoided He-Man so hard in my life. Yes. I was like, I'm same here. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, oh man, I remember going to KB Toys. I remember KB, KB <laughs> yeah. Toys. Oh, yeah. going in yeah. And you know, seeing him and at first being like, what is this? And then uh, He-Man. No, no, that's no. not He-Man. And just being... <laughs> Like I felt betrayed, you know. Oh, <laughs> you know? knowing what we like, know now, Jerry, let's call the TVA and get that that timeline proof real quick. We need to get that one right off. I don't need to. Yeah. I don't need to remember it. I don't need to think about it. Horrible. It was horrible. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about some more of the beginning now of part two, right? So we know okay. that the Skella God thing happens, and it kind of comes right back into the throne room, and we're there yeah. with that happening, and yeah. we're like. Okay, what the hell? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. Um, but we do get a little bit of this kind of uh, uh, flashback of the uh, you can kind of say like a 
Tila Sorceress Men at Arms origin story. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I'm not as familiar with the 2000 series as you two, but what did you think about what they did with it in this series? So pretty much they had hinted at that a lot in the mm -hmm. 2000s uh, of her being the Sorceress's daughter. Okay. Uh, yeah, and and that's from the filmation cartoon as well. Mm -hmm. She's she is uh, Tila Na. That's the Sorceress's real oh, name. She nice. she is her daughter. Um, the thing that they changed here is that they made her Man-at-Arms biological daughter as well. Yeah, which and I thought so was man, weird. Yeah. So Man-at-Arms and the Sorceress were like in love, where uh, originally it was just some random Eternian warrior. You know, ah. he was he was in the king's, in the royal guard. Um, and he, you know, Man-at-Arms knew him. And so after he died in battle, you know, since the Sorceress couldn't raise the daughter, she asked Man-at-Arms to take over. So he, you know, he is just her adoptive daughter daughter or, or father but yeah i thought it was kind of a strange choice i mean i get it they you know there was kind of like a thing that maybe over, over the years maybe man at arms kind of fell in love with her maybe uh mm -hmm. you know i i could see that but just to to go ahead and retcon that that's right away i was like okay well this is definitely another universe now. <laughs> <laughs> um and and a lot of that stuff when we did part one jerry i didn't know so double a was kind of filling me in on that i was like wow i didn't yeah. i don't remember that from the old 80s cartoon I mean, but... I'm, I'm fine with with that story and they wanted to kind of redo it i'm fine with it uh yeah i like man at arms i love his character mm -hmm. so you know if they yeah, want to make yeah. that his real daughter i'm that's what I'm i had always thought i had too. always thought they were real uh father and daughter so for me that was like i was like oh i'm totally fine with this it's cool yeah, yeah. so i like I duncan it. so I'm big yeah characters. big time yeah, I like duncan too i remember uh do you remember <laughs> sorry i keep derailing do you remember yeah. that episode where we like actually see his hair yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the weirdest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on here? There's a lot of like hair reveals in this one yeah, too, right? Man. Like when yeah. you know, in, in part one, Evelyn takes yeah. off the helmet and yeah, she's got the white, long white hair. Okay. I was like, oh dang, that's looking. She's looking pretty boss. I was like, all right, that's pretty. Cool. Yeah, yeah, she had you know? white hair. And, yeah. Uh, uh, and of course, you know, man, I was rocking like the beard. We know that the, the mm -hmm. bigger beard, even a uh, beast man had a new kind of look oh, to yeah, him. That was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So then the next kind of like big moment that we have here, let me check us on time just to make sure. Oh, we want to stop it here. Sure. No. Yeah. Okay. Let, let's take a quick, quick break, guys. We're going to come back on talk. I'm going to hit the next talking point with Jerry uh, and double A here uh, and myself. We're talking. Um, Masters of the Universe, Revelation on Netflix, part two, the five episode uh, series kind of comes to a conclusion, uh, so to speak, but, you know, it's not going anywhere. And again, guys, uh, visiting with us tonight is Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas. Go check out his amazing podcast all about everything Christmas in the 80s. Uh, if it was gnarly in the 80s, Jerry does have it covered. Uh, believe him on that. Uh, okay, it was guys. much better in the 80s than it is now. Totally. <laughs> totally, totally. I, I didn't bet. have to pay bills. That's already a plus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Give us a quick second. We'll be right back. And for those of you out there joining us live, we're going to take some time here to go and read in your comments and hear what you guys have to say about Universe Revelation uh, or anything else that's going on that we might have uh, missed. So uh, give us a second and we'll be right back. All right, uh, people that are joining us live, we're not going anywhere. We got Jerry in the house. We got some comments in. Uh, let's see what's going on here well, in the comments um, from uh, people that are joining us. And we went live tonight on YouTube for the first time and on our Facebook group, The Friday Night Faithful, where you can see many, many of Jerry's awesome posts uh, about all things pop culture. Uh, do I miss anything here? Uh, Joe said that, oh, Jessica Jones, yeah, a lot of crazy stuff. And then he says <laughs> uh, Masters of the Universe. And then he says people talked about Kevin Smith redeeming himself, but I thought there was no need for that. 
the first half was good. Now, see, that kind of sucks redeeming because it was all done already, right? Right, yeah. So, right. I mean, there was no redeeming. What, what it was was that the internet started hating before the story was done. It's like, you don't complain about a movie midway. It, it That'd be like saying that, like, oh, you know, Infinity War ruined Marvel because they killed everyone. I'm like, clearly the story's not over. You right. Know? <laughs> uh, what else we got uh, there? Joe says Target has a cast of Grayskull that his wife won't let him buy. <laughs> Wow. Dude. Okay, so they're actually oh. reselling it. Wow. I haven't been uh, able to find it, it here. I, yeah. Nice. I, you know, you got to let us know, Jerry. So we can, I'll, I'll browse down here for you if I find one. I'll, I'll um, tell you. Venmo you. <laughs> I think that uh, some of the users are coming in with that their games, maybe because they're chiming in from it's another one. But it says here, uh, I still have my He-Man and Skeletor. Wish I still had Castle Grayskull. Um, Joe then comes in and says, uh, guys, our, uh, guys, our age, He-Man was very likely our first hero. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then Joe goes on to say, uh, big Kevin, big Smith, Kevin Smith, fan. Smith fan. So he was happy to hear that he was doing it. And if you're a fan of Kevin's podcast, you can hear a lot about it. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, the one, the, I know he has a bunch Kevin Smith, but I listen to, uh, um, fat man beyond. That's the one I like. Uh, what else in there? He says, if you remember Netflix had a separate He-Man show? Is that the other one that looks like They Kitty? do have one yeah, now, yeah. The, the kid one. Have you checked that one out, Jerry, at all? Or? Not yet. I've heard it's really Kitty, um, mm -hmm. and it's really odd. So I haven't checked it out, no. I, I'm probably going to wait a little bit on that. Yeah, I agree. When it goes I, – I have, like, so much other stuff to watch. that like, Something like that, like, it'll take me to go down the line. I never did the Thundercats Roar. Did you guys do that one? No, I no. didn't do that okay, one. Okay, that was no. the kind of kitty Thundercats one. Yeah, yeah I saw it. I was like – All no. right, then. Let's see here. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll take a lot, but that it, one might like, wait. It's like the Transformers. They've done so many Transformer shows, but it looks real kitty. I'm like, no, I'm not right. gonna yeah. watch it. Right. You know? I watched a little bit of Beast Wars, but I was a little no, bit no, younger. But I'm talking about like yeah. where the faces are like, low, oh, right. Yeah, you know, more and more they're getting, kitty. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the animation's getting less good. It, yeah, <laughs> sophisticated. Like, yeah, on, yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I don't want to say they're getting like lazier, but I guess they're relying well, too much like on they're, computers. They're relying too much on the kids mm -hmm. instead of just like. There, there is a fan base sure. for this stuff. Just make it serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope that this revelation will spawn, uh, oddly enough, right? Revelation will spawn maybe them to realize, hey, we could do an adult Thundercats or an adult sure. uh, yeah. Transformers and put it on well, it, one of the streamers. They did try doing that Thundercats reboot, like in, what was it, 2011? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It didn't really take. It, it didn't. Oh, really? It yeah. did. I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, is this where Lionel looked like younger, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. okay I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm, interesting yeah. I, guess, I, guess I didn't care for it i didn't care for it, Who it was, yeah it was it. okay i mean they tried expanding on the mythology and which i, I you know world building i love it mm -hmm. it just i don't know some of the choices they made were odd mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. like it just didn't quite make sense yeah so i would need uh, to check that one out i would need to go back and, and look into it and see uh let's see here though uh joke says uh if you're a fan of podcasts uh, you can hear and he says he goes uh, hell to me if uh it was infinity war where everyone snaps away but I you just, know it wasn't the end right exactly yeah, exactly yeah yeah uh then jason says good night good night, good night jason, jason. appreciate you being here but uh joe says yeah i agree that with the hamel thing he fell into the joker too much mm -hmm. and he goes yes, there, he were, there were a lot of one-liners and jokes put in yeah like i feel like kevin smith maybe let him have his way with some of the jokes out yeah. of respect and it's like i didn't really feel very skeletor you know yeah, so yeah. uh yeah. joe also says uh early uh master, master of the universe, universe. 
was just an animated uh, toy commercial. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, I mean that's literally what it was. That's the only reason they made the commercial was so they could, you know, sell the toy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, made the the show was so they could sell the toy. <laughs> and he talked about filmation. How- actually, a lot of that stuff in the cartoon, filmation was responsible for. You know, um, the the whole original premise was uh, He Man was just a barbarian from like a, a tribe that. in the jungle, you that. know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I love that. You know, and then there was the two halves of the power sword that have mm-hmm. to come together and, you know, things like that. And so filmation really created the He-Man that we know and that, that was being homaged in this, in this, uh, you know, requel or whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so. You know, I wish they would have touched on that some more too. the kind of the two halves of the power sword. They yeah. didn't really touch on that at all. in this one, I thought that was always a cool concept in the, uh, uh, some of the old, I guess, mythology. Um, and then uh, Joe just says, Paul Dini came in later on Motu. And he said that uh, the master of the universe movie is on Tubi. He thinks he says, yeah. Paul Dini said that they'd uh, get the toys before the story. That's right. That's one of the things that they pretty much yeah. about in, in some of the other stuff. Uh, but great stuff guys from the Friday night faithful, the Friday nighters, Joe definitely checking in feeling like a part of the show. We appreciate that Joe. Uh, but I think we're ready to get back into some of the recorded part here and uh, talk our way through some of the other uh, highlights, our favorite parts. And I definitely want to hear you, you two, uh, your favorite parts uh, of this uh, second part of uh, Revelation uh, right now. All right, guys, we're back again visiting with uh, the great Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas. Uh, we read through some of your comments here during the break. Um, excellent stuff. Uh, Joe from Now Watch This, always contributing uh, great, great additions there. Um, maybe one of the few that watched along with us. Cause I, do, have you guys heard anything about how it did this second half? Because it's definitely not in that like Netflix top 10, you know, not which kind of no. sucks. I, I well, wish it would I, be. I have a feeling a lot of that was just because of the backlash. From yeah. Part one, same here. You know? Same here. Yeah. That, that kind of probably tanked it if I had to guess, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean, I think we're out there and I think that it is a really, <clears throat> uh, again, as a person that didn't, I didn't really visit the 2000 series. Uh, for me, it was like my memories of being a young boy watching the 80s one. Maybe those few episodes I tried to check out a couple of years back. And then for me, I was like, I'm just going to dive right in. And for me, I was like, dang, like I was like, I, it was hitting on everything. I was like, this is so cool. Um, I know in part one, uh, Jerry, me and Double A talked about how much we love the Scareglow episode. Oh, know? yeah. Scareglow uh, was and, cool. And how they kind of made Orko cool, who was kind of this, you know, the... Orko was like the snarf of He-Man. and like the, <laughs> That's true. You know, he was that character, yet they were able to write this riveting uh, piece for him, which I loved. Even when he first appears, uh, uh, whenever he first appears, you know, kind of wanting that last adventure. Yeah. I mean, dude, it, it hit me in the feels. I was like, oh, man, you know, give him a last run or whatever, you know. And right. I, I thought it was great. So um, we're going to obviously talk about how that comes back into play here in part two right but before we get there i want to talk about some stuff that's i think we might still be maybe episode one or episode two but the death of the sorceress guys i mean you know skeletor in a very you know a thing we wouldn't see back in the old 80s cartoon uh as kids but we get that in this one you know he runs her through with the power sword uh and you get that scream from duncan um you know We'll start with you, Jerry, but what did, what did you think and feel regarding that part? Ooh, that was tough, man. <laughs> I feel you. I mean, 
I knew it was going to happen. Everything was building, obvious to Tila, obviously becoming, you know, the, the right. new sorceress. Right. Um, which, by the way, I was also kind of um, when she does spoilers for later. I was a little surprised they didn't stick with the Serpos inspired uh, mm. headdress, uh, you know, closer to that incarnation of the of the goddess or whatever it was called. But mm -hmm. you know, I, I knew it was going to happen. I. I just didn't know when and then when it did happen i was i was still a little shocked and hurt from it, it was like oh that got me right in the feels you know yeah <laughs> yeah I, I mean i think we all kind of had to guess right doubly like some people were gonna have to go because we're like it's been this long and i'm fine because i've kind of been tired of tila almost being there mm -hmm. and never yeah. getting it so it was finally like finally she got to be the sorceress like finally. Right. yeah after hinting at so many times you know they finally see her become the sorcerer so yeah. I, was, I was happy i was like yeah i kind of wrote my own mini like fan fiction for what i thought should happen in a uh, part two at the end of part one jerry one of the things i said is i was like well you should finally like maybe you have like uh you know he-man's dad uh king Rand is it randor yeah randor, king randor, randor. i said yeah. maybe you have randor die in battle and it finally becomes king adam he's been prince adam all this time like you know <clears throat> you don't want to do this thing where you you don't want to do a, a Star Wars new trilogy where you kill all the classic characters. But at the same time, I mean, like, there's some side people I think that maybe you could say, hey, a noble sacrifice leads to a new. You know, the good thing about this is that we're still working with the classic characters. You still got He-Man there, but we've never seen King Adam. We've always had Prince Adam. And it's like, how long can you have this, you know, him be, you know, just a prince? You know what I mean? Well, and we, we kind of see that with... Um clamp champ and fisto mm -hmm. and and they're you know their sacrifice how they kind of save them yeah, was, and then they're like brutal. go you know yeah. we'll take care of it and so yeah. so we do yeah. kind of get that um I, I think in part one you know with moss man's death and some of those others it felt like right. shock value you know yeah uh, here it felt like it was a little more earned i think definitely definitely mm -hmm. I, I love what skeletor says when he's down talking with man at arms and he tells him uh you know, he's like, why am I still alive? You know, man at arms ask Skeletor and he goes, because we're warriors and we deserve to die in battle. And I was like, dang, like, okay, like Skeletor, like, I mean, number one, he was kind of running away a lot and letting his lackeys do the work. But I was like, all right, <laughs> he thinks pretty high of himself. When I thought that was cool. I was like, that's a cool reason to keep your enemy alive. It kind of gave me another dimension to Skeletor where it's like, oh, there is almost like a, you know, a, a nobility about him in yeah. a sense, you know? And it, and yet at the same time, it also felt very unskeletorish. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. right? Like, yes. Like, I, like it was out of character. So it's like, oh, which way are they pulling him? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know. But you're right. I thought it was that was a kind of a cool touch that he would actually say that. You know. Mm -hmm. I, know. Uh, I mean, even again, at least right. How many? You know, me and Double A were huge boxing fans, right? How many times Double A do we hear guys be like, oh, you know, we're both great champions, and I'm like, dude, you suck. Yeah, you suck. Like that other guy is good. You're yeah. not any good. But they think of themselves this way. Right. You know what I mean, like, you know, we've all heard LeBron James say he's the greatest of all time. And I was like, well, I guess you got to think of yourself that way. I guess <laughs> you know, if yeah. you're not your own fan, nobody else is, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Jordan. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, let me ask you guys this. <laughs> what did you guys think about? Um, so I wrote this down in my notes. I have here how when Skeletor is telling evil in a lot, like, oh, I, I was like a tick. Like I fed off of you. This, I was like, Yo, this kind of has like some Voldemort vibes, right? Like I'm <laughs> yeah. living in the back of your head. I was like, <laughs> like he's 
proud of it kind of and then later on when beast man is spinning it to her he's kind of like oh he just used you or whatever yeah. like they kind of focus on that a little bit like it right. felt a little bit like abusive relationship like oh, what, are they, sure. what are they what are they totally you know, is, yeah. Sure. yeah yeah but but did you guys kind of feel a little bit like there was some uh harry potterness to it it could be i'm sure kevin smith's a big fan of it yeah I'm pretty sure that's why he put that in there okay yeah okay you know there's certain uh, yeah. things he leans on, you know what I mean? Sure. You're kind of like, I know what you're sure. leaning on right there, yeah. Kevin Smith. <laughs> well, and, you know, he kind of, and he kind of created this whole backstory for Evil Lynn um, that wasn't there before. Yeah. So the Filmation yeah. series didn't really expand on her backstory too much. Yeah, because uh, we don't want to know about the bad guys. In, right. in the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> in, the two, in the 2000s uh, series, they kind of mention, and in the classics line as well, they mentioned how she's like the daughter of the, the faceless one, you know, ah. that was like, you know, the, the ancient whatever. Uh, and so um, she's that's why she's this powerful thing. She's kind of like nobility in a way. And yet here she's just, you know, some, you know, starving yeah, like, some runaway. Guess, yeah, 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 basically. So, uh, I mean, it, it was interesting and shows why someone that would save her, you know, she would just keep going with, even if he was abusive. And so it, you kind of get that. Uh, which, uh, as an aside, I did like seeing Skeletor in that horde. Outfit. Uh, I was going to have that written down. The horde-inspired outfit. That was yeah. cool. When he, yeah. popped, when he popped out, I was like, oh, I like the red accents. And I looked at it closer and I was like, Oh damn, that's a Hordak belt. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's pretty cool. Like yeah. I, well, I kind of went back to watch it again. He trained, he was a pupil of Hordak. Yeah. It makes sense, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, so, so technically he was part of the Horde. I mean, he still answers to Horde Prime when Horde mm -hmm. Prime comes calling. Mm -hmm. um, I had forgotten some of my uh lore, so it was like, oh, like this is a cool, yeah. like you know, scraping some of the the yeah. So I dug that. I thought that was a cool touch, but uh, you know, I I, I think this whole backstory was kind of just for us to sympathize with her and right. then later on to make her turn feel a little more, um, you know, powerful as well. Yeah. Um, Cause if she was just, you know, the daughter of the faceless one, this evil wizard kind of guy, I mean, yeah. Right. Okay. Whatever. But you know, then she, now we were like, Oh, I get it. You know, she's an abusive Dude. relationship. She was <laughs> yeah. poor, you know, I mean, it's like, Oh, you know, Oh, poor evil in, and you're supposed to feel for her more, mm -hmm. which I do. I mean, I get it. It, it works for sure. Me, but, but still, it's just like, I don't know if it was necessary. Right. Right. Well, let me, let me kind of put that question to both of you guys. Do you guys like that when it's kind of like you, you give, these stories to who we grew up knowing as the villains and obviously everybody has a story a background story right. we did we might not know it or whatever but one of before i even saw the joker movie with and i, and I know here we go jerry as jerry says uh it wouldn't be a podcast without uh you know sidetracking <laughs> that's true but, <laughs> but i was excited to see it because i'm a fan of the character but one of the things i thought is i was like well if they give him this you know sad background are we going to sympathize with this bad guy it doesn't change the evil we know yeah, he does yeah he's still bad it's like i told you with negan i'm like he's still an asshole yes we have yeah, that. Yeah, we debate yeah. about negan often me and double a but um you know is because we, we get they give her that arc in the part one where you kind of she gets on the, the good guy side in a way well, she has to yeah. she has to right <laughs> right yeah. but here like jerry said they kind of give her this background now mm -hmm. are you guys a, a fan of that does a character need that does it make them more sympathetic or you know what? Because these characters weren't really fleshed out a whole lot. Mm -hmm. I don't mind. Okay. Uh, I like Evil Lynn. I like the Evil Lynn character. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of cool to see this kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I liked it because right when she said to Beast Man, 
have I ever told you how I met Skeletor? I was like, ooh, I want to hear this. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know this <laughs> yeah, story. Like, why did you become like this guy's like number two? Why, right. you know, this coward? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This powerful yeah. magician, wizard, whatever you want to call him, but this coward at the end. He's yeah. Only obsessive about killing He Man, and that's it. You know, <laughs> why, why did no. you? Yeah, play second fiddle to this dude, and then she's him. calling him my love a lot and saying, yeah. you know, this oh, and that, man. and yeah, and then we kind of see how much love, right? They played that up, yeah, bigger. Like, wow. Uh, but then in by herself with Beastman, she's like, of course I hate him, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh wow, this is like again, yeah. they didn't like push too hard on it, but it definitely had those vibes. Yeah. If I was like, whoa, this is pretty, you know, uh, adult. Uh, sorry, go ahead, Jerry. I want to hear what you had to say. Well, and and in the. Uh you know, in the filmation there's, I mean, she even tells, I think it's, I don't remember if it's Teela or the sorceress, but she actually tells her in like an episode that, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't care about Skeletor. I I'm only after his power. Like that's right, it. Right. You know? So, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, how many times has she, like I've mentioned earlier, gone behind his back to try to take the power and, yeah. and, you know, just <laughs> make herself greater. So it, like that part, the whole part made sense. I think as far as the backstory, I, I'm kind of, I, I go, I can't decide because something it's really interesting on one level, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. But on the other level, sometimes it's like, mm, who cares? You know, right, <laughs> like sometimes right. I don't care. Sometimes I'd rather just, they're just the villain and I just want to see them go against the hero, you know, like now, see, now, and get I, defeated. Now, now yeah. I feel like that about Beastman and Triclops. I could care less about their <laughs> yeah, yeah. And track jaw. I could care less about their background. You're right. right. Definitely about them. Yeah. But you're right. <laughs> yeah. Evelyn, out of all of them, she's the most interesting. She's the most yeah. intelligent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like super powerful. She's only second to Skeletor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything about her is like interesting. You know, yeah. she she's like yeah. mistress of disguise. She she had the uh, the spell stone and, yeah. and all that yeah. that other yeah. stuff from the the you know the episodes. She controlled the shaping staff, so it, like it's all makes sense. But at the same time, um, it, I don't know in, in this particular story. I don't know if it was necessary to go into that. Um, I I felt like it kind of bogged down the the story as a whole a little bit. But okay. I can see why he did it. So that when later on, as I mentioned, you know, her turn, it, right. you know, you kind of feel a little bit more for her. I for just, sure. Yeah. I for just sure. think I, I think this whole thing could have been streamlined a little bit better. Okay. And then okay. it probably would have, uh, it, it might have done a little bit better. But I really, I, again, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching, you know, her run from her starving parents that was creepy yeah that was a pretty scary uh <laughs> like, they, they were so poor they were hungry they were yeah. gonna eat me i'm like geez um what what a trope of the 80s though right jerry would you agree and again i would consider you in this panel of our resident expert on the 80s but you know you you've got an evil lynn and we kind of touch on beast man kind of doing their side thing but then in gi joe you've got destro and baroness, and baroness was, yeah and then you've got starscream with you know megatron it was like in the 80s you had to have like an underling that was yeah. trying to betray you you know like <laughs> yeah. you, you couldn't even say shredder and crank shredder and crank yeah, shredder kind of, was always trying yeah, to, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're always like, i was like jesus it says you in the in the, in the bad guy side it was like don't trust yeah, anybody don't trust. you know yeah. you you have no friends and there's that's always, why you're bad you know yeah, yeah. Your, your number two is going to be out to get you yeah. you know what i mean so that's yeah. a, an interesting trope i just kind of thought about with you know in regard to that um one of the things i i didn't know about this and maybe you two are more familiar but they talk about preternia which is essentially like the heaven yeah the heaven yeah and then subternia which is like the hell um I was just, I was just always thinking like Eternia, but that's the entire planet, correct? Is that yes. okay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and then it also, again, it kind of depends on the uh, on the universe because in some ish, you know, in some continuities, 
Preternia is just prehistoric Eternia. Ah, so it's I not see. like heaven. It's just like an earlier, you know, a, an earlier version, you know. I think like, in the toys, if you, you there was a time where you can connect all three, right? Yeah, yeah. It was the Eternia playset. And so yes. it had yeah. know, the, there in the middle and then it had Castle Grayskull, you know. Yeah. Well, Castle Grayskull, quote unquote, <laughs> on one side, you know, and then a little bit of Snake Mountain on the yeah, other. Snake Mountain. Right, yeah, right. And that was, and they showed that in this. Yeah, they showed it, yeah. That was a cool yeah. reference. That's yeah. Blue Tower. There was a lot of cool. Point Dread. That was cool. They, they yeah. Had yeah. Point Dread in there. Stridor came out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. In part one, they even have the, uh, the, the, the shark, the shark, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, vehicle. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Land was, Shark. Land yeah. Shark. Yeah, it was really awesome. Um, okay, so. The the elephant in the room, I guess, in part two, or the uh, or we could say the Hulk in the room is the obvious. <laughs> this is totally Hulk. Yeah. The, the, the He Man Hulk. You know what I mean? Um, Hulk Man. <laughs> guys, give me your thoughts on I, that. <laughs> I liked it because it looked like Barbarian uh, He Man, like we were did, talking yeah. about earlier. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. flipped out, and I yeah. just loved how even at that stage he was still beating the shit out of skeleton oh man he lays it on him with that haymaker he goes like i'm thinking like i thought you were a god you just got walloped man by what now the interesting though was a thing that i thought was like he can call down the power i always thought you needed to soar but he was like no it's just a conduit i never knew that he could just call it down just like that i don't know if there's anything like that in the in the lore of just him saying i have the power and boom <laughs> i thought it was yeah, pretty I cool i don't cool recall concept. that previously now uh, it just turns him into a mindless savage but <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yeah. i mean let's face it he was just the hulk right yeah, yeah. It was it really was, was just pretty the cool hulk. i um, thought the look was super cool i thought the action I was cool it, yeah. it did make me laugh when he first that he was just kind of a mindless beast i was like <laughs> okay i get it it's the hulk you know uh, yeah. uh, but, <laughs> but i'm like kevin smith you read marvel comics in the 70s we yeah. get it <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly but i thought it was cool i thought it was a cool little touch and you're right it did look exactly like those early uh yeah, mini comics yeah. yeah especially when he grabbed that axe for a few yeah a few, i thought yeah. that was cool I was like, oh, yeah dang, the axe. axe yeah that was one of my favorite weapons in those toys i yeah. was like oh man you gotta have that double-sided axe man that makes you really kick ass you know yeah um <laughs> so uh then you have this really great touching part i i loved it and i'm sure if joe's still here with us I rolled a tear, but when his dad is his not dad, afraid, yeah. and he, I got a he tells up. him, I love you, you know what I mean? And I was like, I mean, I was like, damn, man. <laughs> and that's what changes him back, kind of, you know. And I kind of dug that like Shazam type of yeah. vibe where it's like, yeah. and he changes back. And right. um, that was really cool because the dad was, I was kind of ranking on him, man. And it was like that. Well, because he thought he was a pussy. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, mean, that sucks. You know, like, well, you know, and like, then he, I mean, he felt he was lied to, basically, you know, too. as well. He so so he felt lazy, betrayed. Yeah. Tila felt betrayed. Everybody, yeah. you know. And then to, yeah. to find out that the mom knew too, you know, which, yeah. again, they hint at in, in the filmation. They just don't flat out say it yeah yeah it was uh, a very the uh uh captain stacy thing right you know yes, what i mean it was like that yes. you didn't know what right, to do yeah. right um did you guys catch because um it's um alicia silverstone is the, is the queen right she's the voice of the queen i oh, believe wow. okay she she is and she does she does the as if in there she does like they <laughs> write that in 
that was to me i was like okay kevin Smith, you said you were going to do stuff but there were certain things he's yeah. like i'm going to go well, ahead. well he's still kevin smith he's like, yeah because she does say that she goes as if i was going to let you not tell me the story of and i was like all right you know I mean? that's pretty cool i mean I, I i was wondering if you guys caught it i dug it you know um andra people uh some people did not like this character in the part one i thought she was a great character a great I'm addition with it she almost acted yeah. as like a uh an in to somebody that maybe wasn't familiar with it. You could kind of see things through Andra's eyes. Uh, I love yeah. that she got given a rank in the, uh, I guess, Eternian army, which was pretty cool. Uh, any thoughts on that from you guys? Not really. It I was mean, okay. Uh, it was just... I, I really didn't have strong feelings one way or the other. Okay. Uh, kind of like I an think, aside. I thought it was a cool payoff. I, I, you know, I thought it made sense for the story. Um, it just, either way it was like, eh, I, I don't know this character. I don't have any attachment to her. Yeah. Cool. Good for her. You know, that kind of, yeah. <laughs> it, it felt very, it felt very on the nose when she, he's like, you can have anything you want, you know? And then she's like, well, I'd like to be part of this family. And it's like, okay, now see, that's a yeah. character though. I feel though, like you could flesh out and you could make, you know, you could give more to that character yeah. in, in a later further progression of the series. And in many ways to me, the way people felt about that, some people might even say that were more casual fans, maybe even like myself of the 80s show. You know, it was about He-Man and Skeletor to me. You know what I mean? Like some of the characters were ancillary, even like Atila. It was like, oh, she was like the girl in the show. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Right. And that's kind of like, you know, while we say that maybe that maybe what Andra was now, because she didn't really play much of a part to move the story forward or backward, you know. Uh, that's a, that, there could be stuff built around that character later on. I think that you you know you could do that. It was a good good establishment, right? Uh, for her. Um, let's see. Uh, we talked about it earlier on, but you know the appearance of Blade from the movie. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> I I geeked for that. I, I did too. Me too. Really, really, really rad. I I yelled out Blade. <laughs> yeah, I did yeah. too. We did too. Yeah. And, and Jerry's wife was like, "Who's got a knife? What?" I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, at um, this point she just rolls her eyes uh -huh. <laughs> she knows now you guys help me out when they're down there in the tunnels the two other characters appear goat man or goat boy pig, pig man pig i boy. was I, I knew nothing about those two they even kind of joke about it man and i'm just like wow they're the really bottom of the scraping barrel. the bottom of the yeah, barrel, right. <laughs> bottom of the barrel. <laughs> yeah, they yeah do. i was like well, okay. they do he got me on those because i didn't know them uh for sure you guys have any familiarity or uh, I, i'd go. heard about them and i knew I... that they had the toys but i didn't recall them specifically um, okay okay i, I don't know if you did where the pink boys from the movie oh really no just he a, a flash scene just mm. not a real big scene mm. so goat man's actually from the uh the the golden master the master of the universe golden books back in like the early oh, okay. okay i remember those i do remember those yeah very cool okay okay that's yeah. cool little callbacks they're doing there um skeletor does do the let this be our final battle line but he did that in the first part <laughs> yeah. too yes he did yeah. See, it, it, to me it was cool that he said it again but i was kind of like well you already said it once in the series and like, well i guess you really meant it this i was gonna say yeah <laughs> it's it's the, it's the final final yeah. the first one was just the first final <laughs> yeah. when you've got a good line you don't let that well, go mean, he, thought he, killed, he thought he killed adam right he's just yeah, trying I mean. to urkel it <laughs> yeah very true um what about what did you guys think about the way that Duncan kind of tells off Evil Lynn? You know, he really goes in on her about how like, oh, you're just pretty much like the Patsy, like you know, like 
Skeletor just tells you what he's like. You think that nobody's laughing at you? Like we all laugh at you behind I, your back. I you like know? how Duncan's like that. I like Duncan. Mm-hmm. I like the character yeah. Duncan, and I like I how too. he doesn't give a crap about any of Skeletor or his men. He's not afraid yep. of any of them. You I, know? I always liked the character, but I definitely got newfound respect even when she says the most dangerous man in Eternia. Like you know, Duncan strikes me as one of these guys that well, was. You gotta think he's there all the time. He's mm-hmm. not like Adam. Where okay, right. I'm gonna pop in as He Man now. Right. Yeah, you know, like Man in right. Arms is there all the time. You yeah, know? and I think maybe in the past, and I know that part of this was the Funimation stuff that you know maybe we didn't really see He Man kill per se. Yeah, but sure. but I always got the vibe that you know, and in this it takes that away. I like that, so we do get the vibe that He Man could kill. But I always got the vibe that Duncan was that kind of guy that he's like, yeah, oh, he he, he'll kill yeah. if he has to. He's a yeah. soldier, yeah. you know. He's like, the yeah, you like Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. He's gonna, he's he's like, you're. Batman morals aside, I got to do what I got to do here. Yeah. So, uh, loved I loved that. I thought that was a very deep part between them two going back and forth and him, you yeah. know, really telling her off. You yeah. know what I mean? And not being afraid at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's care, not going to you know? be afraid of her. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a reason he is the man at arms. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. You know, no shortage of being the man. I was like, damn, that's, that's good right there. Um, so (laughs) we don't have to talk about it too much but i mean obviously there's this scene where uh before she becomes you know i guess the seduction scene yeah the seduction scene it was i mean number one they kiss and sculptor has no mouth no nothing yeah Um, yeah she's just pressing her lips against his teeth or like i was like i I think so yeah (laughs) that's what's implied right do they hint at that at all in the other stuff, guys? That there was like a love relationship between them? Because I, I never want to say maybe in the two thousands a little bit. Okay, yeah, uh, just a little. Yeah, I, I mean Franklin Jella in the movie had oh well, more, that one. more lips than than this Skeletor, had. and that one's kind of <laughs> out too in the movie for sure. Yeah, that it had feels some like sort that. Of relationship. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's always interesting because she's not like his equal, not like his queen. No. She's like you're my underling, yeah. like almost like a concubine, yeah. yes. you know. Yes. Yeah. But she's so powerful. Yeah. She's not like but she's not a strong Skeletor. So right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's interesting. But I thought that was like that kind of caught me off guard. I, I like, did too. Oh. And of course, you know, me I too. Like, like, that's. I didn't think Skeletor was going to fall for it. Me neither. I was like, damn, come on, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm thinking in my mind at first about like the man has no face. He's a skull face. But then I was like, yeah. damn, he does have a pretty impeccable body. Like he's pretty ripped. You know? And I was like, all right. I, uh, Skeletor the guy's in, can bone down. Yeah. I was going to say the guy's in great shape. He's got a six pack abs. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, all right. You know, so I guess. Well, he, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess depending on, you know, again, which, uh, continuity you follow you know he was keldor so he did have a yes. face at one point yeah, face <laughs> yeah. Pretty, yeah. With the little stash i remember yep. I in the little yeah stash. yeah um so yeah i wanted to talk to you guys about that a little bit um so then we get a cool scene when she grabs the power sword yeah and she's you know i mean how i don't know what you would call this trope where like the woman betrays the man with with sex and then she snatches easy, the power uh and she tells him <laughs> yeah. she, you're an idiot she's like you fell for yeah. it you're stupid and yeah. you know here i have yeah. your yeah. sword point and he's kind of like oh like hold on you know? <laughs> <laughs> and Linny. uh exactly exactly i like how he like as soon as she powers up he's like oh portal and i'm out yeah. of here <laughs> Um, but then we get the cool setup, right, for what we probably all saw coming, which was who you're going to team up with, your primary, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to He-Man, and uh, that's pretty cool. Um, 
I'm going to tell you guys something as we're, we're getting pretty close to our next break. Um, Jerry, are you good on time, Jerry? You're hanging out? Yeah, I'm cool. Okay, good, good. Okay, but the, the thing that was, um, I felt like this half, this part two, what it had a lot of to me was it felt like it had a lot of these moments where it was like ripe for something to happen that didn't happen. In the first part, I felt like kind of things when I felt that way, they were kind of happening. Like, oh, like the like Orko dying. Yeah. Right, dying. Right. Even Orko and Evil Lynn kind of working together. It was like, maybe I didn't know I wanted it, but when it happened, I was like, oh, this is really You're great. Like, oh, okay. There was a lot of stuff in this one. I felt like I was like, it felt like the scene was almost, even the dialogue was like pregnant with this space and then nothing ever was birthed out of it. Um, I felt it was a prime thing when Tila was struggling with uh the, the magic to get... for Skeletor to be like, you know, foolish woman, let me show you how it's done. And blah blah, you're not doing this. Almost as a callback to the Orco Evil Lynn thing, you have it kind of in reverse, right. but it didn't uh it didn't really happen. And I was like, you know, and then there was just like a lot of like I said, there's these like parts in the dialogue where you feel like it's gonna go somewhere more and it just felt like it stopped short. Like I'm not really sure. Did you guys feel any of that or mm, pick up on any I can't of that? Say that I did. Okay, okay. Jerry, anything that you thought maybe like you felt like something was gonna happen more, but didn't really happen in this one, like a payoff that was you well, not so much. I kept waiting for Skeletor to betray everybody, though. <laughs> okay, you know? all right, yeah, like, like, I, I that's a pretty big one, <laughs> like, you know, come on, he's Skeletor, yeah. I mean, he's not just gonna yeah. stick to the plan, he's gonna do what he needs to do, and and he's gonna take that power back. Mm-hmm. I kept waiting for him to do that, and he never, he never really did, you yeah, know? like. One of the other parts I thought that was kind of like what I'm talking about, ripe for that, and I totally agree with you, Jerry, on that. Um, but like, you know, Evelyn tells him, you know, she's like, she's telling Beastman, like, well, what are you, Beast or Man? Like, which one is it? Like, oh, she's, yeah. she's kind of starting to tell him off, and he's like, oh, you're not being yourself. You're, you know, the, the power is talking to you, through you or right. whatever. Like, she didn't flex. Like, I would have like had a scene where she like zaps him, boom, Beast, and then boom, like a man, and show him as maybe like a handsome man. and you know, she could have like told him off more like, look at you, you would be something, you'd be someone maybe worthy of my affection if you weren't, you know, like a dog or whatever. <laughs> but she doesn't like, she just says it. And then it's just oh, like, she does turn him into a beast. Yeah. He becomes her, her battle cat. basically, yeah, Right. <laughs> Which she says she threatens him with that, but it was kind of like, I guess it didn't pay off quick enough. Like it was like, Oh okay. yeah, you said yeah, that. I see. Like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like it didn't come one after the other. Like I guess it should have. So maybe that was just me a little kind of a, a quote for me on, on the writing or whatever. But um, not that I didn't like it, right, but uh, right. look, guys, we're right up against our next break. Let's take this quick break, read through some comments and we'll come right back. And I think we'll probably wrap it up. Right. Yeah. We'll yeah. On, yeah, on, yeah. We're on almost the, done. Yeah. On yeah. the end here yeah. of uh, masters of the universe uh revelation part two all right guys we're going to be hanging out with you if you're joining us live uh we're not going to go anywhere but if you're listening to this audio we'll be right back all right jerry we're still here we're letting this audio load up let's check out the comments uh who's still hanging out with us here joe uh staying strong and hanging out with us here uh Uh we appreciate you being part of the show joe uh the only thing that uh kind of Sucks about when we do it this way, Jerry. Is we got to get to their comments right. after right. the fact that they've, uh, you know, whatever part we were talking about during the show. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say there? That's where he does his line. Oh, and I'm back, as Joe says on his show. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> he says the sorcerer's death uh, might be a little PG 13. Yeah, because there's kind of that big blood splatter when he oh, yeah. stabs yeah, through yeah, her. That's true. Yeah. yeah. 
It was pretty graphic. I have yeah. to admit, that was that was crazy. Um, Joe also says a totally abusive relationship with Skeletor. Uh, he says very Joker Harley Quinn like. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe not that far. Where you know, because I'm sure she's not going to put up with Skeletor's shit too too much, like the way Harley would. Right. With Joker. Right. You know? Yeah. There, there were some beats within this one where you know where he gives her first that first costume, and she's kind of like with the bat head. And oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he's like, You're the new sorceress now, you're confined to the castle. It's kind of like, Wow, what a great reward you gave me that you pretty much imprisoned me. <laughs> like, like, Skeletor's a real asshole, you know what I mean? I'm like, well, You're the worst, Skeletor. Like, dude, seriously, like, and guys, can you tell me, like, in the in the other incarnations, I, I know I knew he was obsessed with taking over, but the whole He Man thing, they kind of made that very Batman Joker in this to me, where it was like. He, he was almost blinded by the He-Man factor of like wanting anything else. Cause she tells him at one point, she's like, you could just kill King Randor and then he'd come to you and beg to protect his mother. And he's just kind of like, leave me alone. I'm focusing on this. And I'm like, that was actually a pretty solid plan. She just gave it to you for free. Like evil and smart. Like, like yeah. she's a good henchman, you know, or henchwoman, whatever. Uh... Way more scary than he is, you know, yeah. like, you know, he's kind of, two-dimensional and she's very three-dimensional his, his original plan was eternia mm -hmm. until he-man came into the picture and that just became a self focus like a new obsession because he couldn't beat he-man right yeah like, fuck what do i gotta do to beat this fucking dude i i, <laughs> I sent everybody at him and yeah he's always beating us and i can't match him strength for strength right and my magic really doesn't work on him because he's so strong you yeah know? so it's kind of like how do i beat this guy because if i beat this guy i take over eternia mm -hmm. you know right it's like it's not even randor anymore it's not even randor at this point it's i gotta beat he-man yeah i can't kill randor <laughs> you know? yeah that's, it was like he had a problem he had the power but then it was like he still was like obsessed with the he-man thing i was like wait you're there already like, you did it like you won in a way you know but yeah, it was like he was yeah. like no still things are not right you know what i mean i was like okay this guy's he's on another level of the obsession there yeah i don't remember it being that that much it was always more about just taking over grayskull you know mm -hmm. uh at least in the filmation um i haven't read all of the british comics or any of the other media but no but i think you're right it's always that mystery right of castle grayskull right the, yeah that's where the real power that's exactly yeah is. yeah which they really do hint at in the first like episode yeah, that there's a whole another he finds out that castle grayskull has all the power yeah right you know? and it's interesting too when he tells evil in he's like oh the best thing that happened to me was dying because once i cleared out all the like he kind of of course that was very skeletal where he like blamed everyone else was why he couldn't succeed you know which is <laughs> which is another trope of like an 80s bad guy right it's like it's everybody else's fault that i didn't ever <laughs> try him you know what new I mean? cobra commander <laughs> yeah like, you know, my fave uh, so Joe also says uh, the evil in Beastman scene was good. It was great. I agree. He says 80s expert for sure. That's directed at you, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and then Joe says no honor amongst thieves. Never. Nope. Never. Uh, no. He says, Joe says, I like the intro where they show uh, Grayskull and uh, yeah. Snake Mountain. Yes, yeah, that was we excellent. That, we talked yeah. about that. Uh, he says, yes, the barbarian He-Man, uh, very barbarian He-Man. <laughs> Joe says uh, the end of the episode where Adam calls on the power was awesome. Mm -hmm. Agree. Uh, we all think that that was pretty cool that we were like, whoa, he did that? Like, that's pretty rad. Um, shoot, sorry. Uh, right there, oh, hell, the dad scene. Oh, yeah. Joe says, oh, hell, the dad scene. Yeah, agree. I know how Joe is probably in the field. Yeah. He says, oh, uh, the wanting to be part of the family deal was good, too. Agree on that. I, I like that stuff, too. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like the easy, you know, get you in the feels moments. Um, 
Joe says, uh, like Duncan pushing buttons, uh, Man at Arms was a total badass. Again, if you're a Kevin Smith fan, you'll catch uh, a lot of his jokes for sure. He says, good mm-hmm. call, Batman and Joker relationship. Definitely felt like uh, he was on the obsessed side. But Kevin Smith loves Batman. Yes, he's a he, We all know Kevin Smith. And Harley Quinn is his daughter's name, right? Yeah, he named yeah. his daughter Harley Quinn. So there's no yeah. doubt he's going to include some of that, which is kind of a nice, right, Jerry, when you can kind of like see, you know, um, an artist well enough that you see their personal life influence their art that they're working on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I do like that, but sometimes it's also like you, you, it it does become a little, I don't want to say stale, but a little predictable. Okay. Okay. But I, 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 you're right. I do like to see some of the trademarks, uh you're like oh that's classic you know classic yeah. claremont there you know in, in his dialogue <laughs> or classic whatever you know so i i get it and and i do enjoy that too i think it's just it's one of those fine lines you got to balance as an artist yeah, it, and, right and, exactly exactly it's like you said yeah you know that's batman lore kind of keeping he-man lore you know <laughs> right for yeah. sure yeah i yeah. agreed definitely perfect perfectly said yep um, exactly I, I've been listening. I, I told you earlier, I've been listening through Anthony's book. Um, and it's so neat for me when he says certain things and I'm like, oh, that's like, I know that name. You know what I mean? It's from one of the classic, you know, Christmas characters or whatever. He's right. last names of people from oh, famous okay. Christmas okay. movies. So it's kind of neat. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it's there or whatever. And I think he, at one point he even introduces characters that are his two podcast partners, their names, which I'm like, oh, damn. If I didn't know, I wouldn't know that. I would just be listening to the story. But but the fact right. that I do know is kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool or whatever, you know. Um, Again, the artist is is artist influenced by his personal sure. stuff. You know, this is very cool. Right, right. Um, Joe says eighties bad guy trope definitely uh, just trying to take over the world. Right. What? And I love what she tells him. What then? You know, Evil then tells him that. What are you gonna yeah. do then? He's like, well, you know, kill He Man, and he, she's like, that's it. Like, she's like, man, <laughs> she does tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> that because i'm like yeah i always think about that you know dr doom seemed pretty obsessed with that himself but i was like well what then you know what i mean like at least well, Thanos he... had kind of a vision right you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i mean and dr doom he's an interesting character because you, you know he he cares about power he mm-hmm. cares about his country in some way you know but same thing it's mostly just you know, I got to beat Reed Richards. I gotta prove <laughs> I'm better than him, than Reed Richards. You know, <laughs> so and it's like, it's like, dude, you you. Okay. The, the the thing I love about and, and maybe that's her again. Maybe that's where Kevin Smith got her from. Yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's certain reasons why I like lo- love certain bad guys, and for me, I think I think Doctor Doom is a little bit more uh, multidimensional. Uh, you know, in the comic and and the character but him and like magneto and i know you're a magneto guy jerry uh, uh, yeah i like magneto too but yeah. the reason why i like them is that and and i think it took for me to kind of see superman the red sun to to really realize i'm like this is kind of what these guys would do in a sense they would be like well i'm the power i'm the be all end all um and i'm going to eliminate the bad people or whatever and then you're going to either obey and the world is going to be a good world good quote unquote but you don't have free choice like it's like it's if you're bad you're out you know what i mean so it's like uh, they're going to remake kinda, it in their own image it's kind of what happens in miracle man mm, that's mm-hmm. what happens yeah yeah interesting interesting and and again you're kind of like thinking to yourself you're like well there's no sickness there's no poverty yeah. everyone has food the life is ideal <laughs> yeah. but you also yeah you know you Don't can't really have freedom yeah yeah you, you can't say yeah. fuck the queen you know what i mean <laughs> it's like 
what? Okay, yeah. now you're. I'm gonna fry you with my heat vision, or magnetize <laughs> you, or Doctor Doom send a Doombot after you, because that's how I. And that to me is a scary idea, much scarier than like I want to take over the world. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know. And then uh, Joe says, uh, "She was there." He goes, "Kevin's very big Marvel got Batman, Harry Potter, mm-hmm. so you saw all this in his show, definitely." Uh, and then he says, "The hero is only as good as the villain." We always uh, say that here. On that's Friday night. Mm-hmm. That's an everything. Uh, a, a bum villain will make you yeah. a bum hero, yeah. unfortunately. Um, and then uh, Joe says, "Wow, that PG thirteen. Yeah, talk. So, sorry. And anyone just joining us, <laughs> which Jerry runs a very clean show, unlike ours. <laughs> Jerry, we apologize here. We we we. I, I know you're no stranger. You're you're a grown you're a grown man. So you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> I'm just another fight night. Sometimes we- I'm not sure about that though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, un- unfortunately, here on just another Friday night, we drink beer and swear, and um, you know, sometimes we talk Fine. about boobs. You know." I mean, it happens. I mean, yeah, I, I, I heard Jerry give a little tongue in cheek sometimes. But I mean, <laughs> he, might not, he might not use swears, but he gets there, you know. But um, our audio is all loaded up. I think we're ready to go into what I would call yeah. our last segment, yeah. uh, guys. So let's uh, hey. let's get into it and wrap up uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation Part Two. Oh, and I just screwed that up. So let me get back. To, here we go. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, Jerry D in the house of Totally Rad Christmas uh, has graced us uh, with his presence. Been so uh, uh, awesome with his time. We really appreciate it, Jerry. Um, but guys, let's get into the the, the end game here, uh, so to speak, of uh, Revelation Part Two and 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 how it all uh, played out. Double um, A, what did what did, let me start with you this time? What did you kind of think when you're getting near the so end? So what I loved was I loved Evil Lynn. She kind of became my my new favorite character. Wow. I loved how she was probably like like you said, how she called Skeletor stupid. She was like, You have all this power, you're a god, mm-hmm. and you're still concerned about killing He-Man. Like she actually sees the beginning of the time and she's like, There's no plan, like people are just fucked up naturally. Yeah, like that's their choice, like no one's pushing them. Yeah, be bad, and she wants to destroy everything. And I was like, wow, you know, for her, you know, she has a shitty life. I mean, she really does. Sure, yeah, yeah, growing up, yeah, and you know, working under Skeletor, very abusive, you know. So she's like, you know what, I'm just gonna end it, you know, yeah, forget ruling Eternia, forget killing He Man, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just gonna end it all because there's no purpose, there is no plan, there is no God. It looks like that she saw, you know. Right. So I loved her character. I love uh, Lena Hetty. Lena Hetty, yeah, Cersei, Cersei Lannister, yeah. She voice. was outstanding. She was outstandingly good. Um, you know, and I kind of wish she would have killed Skeletor. <laughs> you know, honestly, that definitely would have been a, a, a huge twist. Um, yeah. What, what What about you, Jerry? Uh, what do you before you answer that question, though, Jerry? I want to ask you another question. There's a concept that she kind of toys with early on when she gets her power uh, with her extremely great abs, by the way. They, they were like, oh, oh, like yeah. new haircut, great abs, great costume, um, evil Lynn. But uh, there's a part, Jerry, where she, she you know, says to the people, she's like, oh, all you live for is to get to this afterlife. You know what I mean? Like, like the Norse with Valhalla, right? She's like, well, here, watch this. I'm going to destroy it. And there's nowhere for you to go now. You know what I mean? Now she goes, now what do you have to believe in? Um, I thought that was pretty villainous. I was like, 
holy smokes you know what i mean see, like she's on another level at that yeah point she, she just like there's nothing there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah she basically becomes co- like comic book thanos you know because like yeah. the mcu thanos is you know all concerned about balance or whatever whatever mm-hmm. comic book thanos is just a nihilist yep right you know yep. he 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 is just he doesn't care he just he lives for the whatever it's all bleak and he wants mm-hmm. lady death you know mm-hmm. love him. Yeah. that's about it you yeah. know anything else who cares yeah and so she really just kind of is like that all of a sudden so it, and i don't know if it was because of her upbringing and then because of skeletor's conditioning or you know that i think she just wanted to i think she just wanted to believe that there was something like there was a grand design <laughs> yeah Why she I, was and, evil and, and living, I, you know i think and, you're right and then yeah yet, when she sees that it's like tila proves that when you know when she looked she only saw what her mind let her yeah. so it's almost yeah. like right. like there is a grand design yeah. but she uh-huh. missed it because of her you know of, of all the bad stuff that's happened to her in her and her whole world view yeah and so it's just it's very uh I, I, you do kind of feel bad for her and it's just like dang but then you're right you get to this scene and you're like okay well now you just took away hope <laughs> right. It, it was it was a powerful concept, I thought, because it was basically like, you know, uh, I know you're a man of faith, Jerry, not to bring all that into play, but you know, as we are as well. But but you know, the idea if somebody could show you like, hey, this is you know, uh everything you believe in, but now watch me blink it out of existence. Now what do you have? It would almost be like, you know, it's like telling people in the streets, hey, there's no consequences of your actions, you right? I mean, and they just right. like Okay, well, I guess I was living a good life being a quiet farmer for no reason, but now I'll just hack people's heads off because nothing's going to happen to me or whatever. It's like, it, it's, I was like, it was, and they didn't like go into it enough. I was like, that was a very villainous action she did. You, you could have had like three or four episodes. Built and I, out I don't of that. think like, they really resolve it either. So I, I'm just no, assuming they don't. that Tila, that <laughs> Tila just makes it right again. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. My, my brother was laughing because he was like, man, Mossman just built that garden and she destroyed it. <laughs> Mossman had that look like, oh shit, I just I just grew everything out. Well, <laughs> yeah. Mossman getting yeah. the short end of the stick yeah. there. Right? And the I, gardener. I thought it was villainous earlier when uh Skeletor had the souls of, of Clamp oh, Champ. Man. And, and oh, he's yeah. like, he's yeah. like, Well, no, they're not gonna go where you think he yeah. uh, Adam, they're I'm just gonna blink them out of his yeah. they're gonna go to subterranean now because yeah. to me that was like i hey, guess what you thought your good buddies were gonna go to heaven they're gonna go to hell now yeah. and it was like because he said so because he was a god kind of crazy though because she destroys returning but then she rises she rises you know right yeah. right yeah they definitely did do some actions because i also thought it was pretty villainous when skeletor was like you know what all you returnians we better as an army of the dead and oh, he just man. i was like yeah. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. pretty a pretty scary too just yeah. turn everybody into like this like undead zombie creature type thing i was like all right that's pretty villainous but i think evelyn did step it up oh man she stepped it up big time took it yeah. Up yeah. And then, so. yeah and then uh it took orko to kind of come and help save the Orco, day right Orco. Dude, <laughs> my god he came in clutch man i was like yeah. i thought that was so rad the white robe you know what i was fine i was like okay this cartoon actually made me like orko yes i was like wow <laughs> Well, Orko is like a fantastic magician. He really is powerful and everything in his own dimension. It's it's when he comes to Eternia that it's all wonky. And so it's just, uh, I kind of like how somehow along the way he figured it out. Yes. (laughs) 
He's like, that oh, was, I see. Okay. And it was kind of cool that they got him, like, him and Scareglow. It's like, man, yeah, they were, like, going at it pretty good for, you know, this whole arc. Yeah. Scareglow. You know? I yeah. love that. I could have used some more Tony Todd Tony voicing. Tony Todd was awesome. Uh, that, that episode in part one, Jerry, I was like, oh, that's just so creepy vibes. I was yeah, like, this yeah, is creepy yeah. being down. I wouldn't want to be in Subternia, man. Very, very creepy. Uh, and your fears and all that being there. So, um, okay. So then. It it all how it all wraps up. Uh, and you... again, I was happy again that they finally pushed the button on Tila mm-hmm. being the sorceress. Yeah. Yes. like again, I was just getting tired so much of everything hinting at it, hinting <clears throat> at it, and just never getting that payoff. So I was kind of happy finally to see what Tila would look like as a sorceress. Finally, were you guys okay with um, how she kind of just is like, no, I'm not going to be confined to the castle. Like I don't have. I was I, fine with that too. I'm yeah. not under that, and I was like. Well, your mom should have did that too, so she could kind of be with you and know you. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like your dad could have been happy with a relationship. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> it was it was very much a uh, I'm gonna have my cake and eat it too kind of moment. Yeah, and I mean it was just it was like okay, very convenient, but <laughs> right, right, you know. But I mean, I, yeah, same thing. I it didn't bother me. Yeah. It did not bother me. I mean, it just it was just kind of there. So I, okay, you know, I took it for what it was. I but I think that I still just kind of missed, and I I mentioned it already, but I gotta say it again because it kind of bothered me a little bit. I just mm-hmm. missed that Serpos inspired. Oh Hendra, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like if you're gonna go Sorceress Tila, go all the way on Sorceress <laughs> Tila. Don't just you know half her into like you know the Bird Lady again. You know, right, like, right. <laughs> Yeah, but I it was like, like Zoar versus, although they said Zor, which I thought was dumb, but Zoar versus uh, Serpos and, you know, that whole thing uh, in the beginning. So I was, I, I kind of geeked out a little bit on that. That yeah. was kind of cool. And, yeah. and then, of course, we get like Tila versus Evelyn and yeah, Hina versus Bellator. And it was like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, this is where it's at. It, yeah. it, it did a good job of like paying off. Like I was like, okay, it's starting to pay me off the way I want it to. So this is this is great. I was fine with it. I was right, like, all right. right. What about the really, I'm going to talk about this real quick with both of you because I want to hear your thoughts. But what about the really rad part where, you know, He-Man calls down the power, but he, leaves some of the power with Skeletor and he's like why and he's like so you can know what it's like to save the world uh, I, I at first I was like, you dumb classic, ass, he man. I'm like, what are it's you a good doing? It's it's a good sentiment. It's definitely something filmation he man would do. Yep. Yeah, like like yeah. classic filmation he man. Yep. Not the smartest move, though. <laughs> no, no. And this is where you kind of get what you were talking about, right, Jerry? Was like, he's gonna turn on you. Yeah, you know what he's gonna do. Was, like, yep. So there it came, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it was fine because, again, there was a well, lot of I things. I thought was that, like, couldn't he have just took the power away? Right. That's like what I kind of yeah. you. Or Tila at that point because it's like, didn't they say that all the power goes to the sorceress? She's kind of Basically, the gatekeeper yeah. of the power, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, yeah but, that's just her. The He-Man is just her champion. It, it was an interesting concept. It was it was kind of a very, and I hate to say this because I love Superman, but it was a very Superman thing. It's like, I'm going to have the last sliver of faith in you as or it's a uh, goku if you guys are goku definitely oh, wow. yes i'm just like i'm like <laughs> the man has a... let me give you a sensu beam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like no you're, you're gonna beat him man you're gonna beat yeah. him i'm like he man this guy has a skull for a face and wears a hood don't give him any power <laughs> don't trust him. You, you cannot look more bad like, <laughs> he looks so bad like he's a bad guy <laughs> but you know i was like it still was I was okay with it. I was totally okay with it. It was fine. And it, it paid off wonderfully. 
Um, anything else that you guys want to talk about before we talk about that very cool last scene, which, you know, sets us up for a potentially part three, I guess you could call it. If they will do a part three. <laughs> they will do it. I think you get in new people, right? You get a new set of writers and you uh, get a new showrunner. I don't know. I think I think you could still have know. him as producer. Okay. Uh, and and maybe co maybe co-writer. Maybe he doesn't have to write it, but he like helps plot it. Okay. I, I'm more of a fan of having the, the continuity of one person, you know. Yeah. I, I, I mean I, I think that's why the X-Men book in the eighties and, and oh, like you know, early nineties yeah. worked so well yeah. because Claremont yeah. and Byrne or, or, you know, we're on it for just so long. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. we, we had that. So I, I kind of like that. I hope Kevin Smith stays. Um, yeah. Honestly, I, I, but we'll see, you know, you know, uh, no. at this point it's all, it is about money now. So no, it's, for it's sure. Netflix's court. <laughs> yeah. They obviously made a, a bunch of toys, you know, uh, yeah, the toys, but it's, it's just, you know, did the fans kill it? Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. like you said, part two really didn't even crack the top ten. I know. You know, so, yeah. you know and I I hope it does. I, I asked some of the people I knew that watched part one had they watched part two yet, and they really weren't even aware. They're like, how, oh, yeah, it came out already, saying. and I was yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, right, yeah. Right. So uh, I rushed to it as I, I. It sounds like you guys did as well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw it right away, you know. But uh, it might just be another alternate universe, he man. You know. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which. They do have that book that was uh, from a few years ago, Masters of the Multiverse. I don't know if you read it. No, Mm-mm. no. Yeah, it's a. I think it's DC. It might be Image. Um, it was pretty good. Yeah, you know, like in one universe, uh, Skeletor was the the He Man of that universe. So it was kind of like a nurse. Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, interesting. So, um, but anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Then we get know, the final tag. And, and that's all I was gonna say. I'm gonna be mad if this one gets canceled again. White <sighs> Hordak is about to come. I out. know that that just was like the, the Snake Man, right? Just they, like, they yeah, just like the 2000s. Hordak was finally gonna yeah, come out. Finally mm-hmm. gonna come out, and they cancel that damn series. And that's what I mean. There's so much there where it's like you do Hordak. I want to see He Man versus Hordak. Yeah, you know? I, I don't, don't want to see Shira versus Hordak anymore. No, but I, I yeah. do say introduce Shira. The great thing about this or one that too is, is that it, it had a great cast. You get a great yeah, someone. I mean, Cast them great too, but I want to see Hordak and He Man go at it. You know? yeah. And then I want King Hiss later on. Like, and let's yeah. keep it going. Because yeah. I loved how they did King Hiss in the 2000s cartoon. It was okay. good. Yeah. He was awesome. I loved he was it. scary. Yeah. Scary was scary. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, uh, <clears throat> so they go, so say they go live action again. Who do you guys oh, got? He, picked a good one. he, he says picked Hemsworth as He Man and Adam. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, uh, at this point, who else could it be, right? <laughs> not, not with, not with those uh, love and thunder picks out with those arms. I'm like, that's got to be uh, He Man right there. I love it. Um, <laughs> give me another casting that you guys can think of that you would like. That would be perfect. That's actually perfect. What about Skeletor? Who do you guys go for Skeletor? Let's think mm. about it while I read Joe's comments. Joe says, classic good guy, uh, tries to see the good in the bad guy, of course, on that. And he says, I binged today. We talked about it earlier. He goes, what's tonight's episode about? I told him. He was like, oh, dang, I got to go watch. He says, I got Christmas watching to do. So, Joe, we appreciate you Bro, watching. Man, he oh, one. Joe says Dwayne but, uh, Johnson uh, as Skeletor. I don't, I don't know. Nah, I don't yeah. think so. I, I think I'd go like Jason Isaacs or someone. Oh, uh, wow. Hey. Someone like that. Okay. You know? Yeah. yeah. That's someone, nice. I like that one. I like yeah. that like, too. I, I think Frank Langella showed us that you need an actor for Skeletor. Yeah. You know, yeah. He, yeah. Like he's got to be, he's got to be good. You <laughs> can get, you can get it too. If you can what get about, it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Agent Smith. 
Oh, oh, oh uh, weaving. Yeah, Hugo yeah, weaving. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little uh, red skull there. Yeah. He's been, he's been a skull face already. I, yeah, I mean, yellow. Already. He's, he's good. Yeah, <laughs> he's fantastic, man. I mean, I that love been, him. He'd be, he'd be amazing as Skeletor. Yeah, uh, that would be incredible. I mean, he was Megatron, so why not? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a great, that's a great idea. I would, I would love to see another live action one if they can get it right. You know what I mean? You get well, I mean, it was on its way. They even cast that one guy. Uh, he had started working out and everything, and then he backed out. And mm. I, I don't even remember his name now. Was there the guy from Twilight? Maybe the big, the big guy. The, yeah, the buff brother. I think that's what. No, I, I don't think no. it was him. No. I don't think it was okay. him. It was someone else. I don't remember it. It was no one I really knew. It was okay. just like, okay, I guess. I know when I had mad. read it, when I had read that they wanted to do a live action, they wanted to, to do it in the style of 300, they said. Oh, interesting. That's how long ago, though, that, that was, <laughs> you know, what I was reading. You know? I, I do, we, think... do we get Zack Snyder in on this? I don't know. I think that you do it, and you got to do it like Clash of the Titans or oh, uh, like yes. Kroll. Some of those early, you know, like Conan the Barbarian, like make it. Oh, very Conan. You know, yes. Real. Yeah. Yes. But keep some of the filmation things. I think the, the biggest yeah. letdown for me as a kid for the movie, because I love the movie now. As a kid, I was like super disappointed because none of the characters looked the same, like not even remotely. I mean, oh, Tila no. in that all blue yeah. outfit. What, what's yeah. that about? Um, and at arms look like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was weird. And so it's like just have them look at least kind of like, you know, the MCU is great at it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, even DC is great at it. Just kind of make them look kind of like it. And then just keep some of that mythology of, you know, uh, of Prince Adam turning into He-Man. And, and I think that was what was kind of missing from, and I know a lot of it was because it's Canon films and it was a budgetary thing. But, sure. Sure. But you know, it's like, just, just go for it and, and just make it serious. And, and, you know, yeah, it can still be, ki- I mean, I think at this point, shows and movies have, have shown us that you can still be kid friendly and still be serious you know um and i think if, if they get that balance right it, it it'll be a hit absolutely man i agree uh joe says in regards to us not liking Dwayne johnson we don't smell what he's cooking uh, <laughs> he also says he didn't like weaving stint as no, he red... goes weaving i would say too but he didn't like his red ghost he didn't like his yeah red he really okay. didn't yeah and then I'm, I'm fine. I mean, uh, but you know, at Skeletor, though, I mean, you yeah. can put your own spin on that. Yeah. Uh, Joe says, uh, no, no Snyder cut on this. And he says, Beastmaster type. Yeah. I, I like sure. what yeah. Jerry said, I wouldn't mind Conan the Barbarian type. That's yeah. actually a really good tone. I agree. Of maybe how He Man should. No, be. definitely. I mean, you I'm, I'm hard for that. Not, not Destroyer, Barbarian. Yeah. Yeah, 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 a much darker vibe to it, yeah, or whatever yeah. you know. So, yeah. um, although I, I do still have a soft spot for Destroyer, I like Destroyer. Uh, I love Destroyer. I like Destroyer See, too. But yeah, <laughs> but I know the, what you mean. Yeah, the first the tone, one the tone yeah. is so different. Yeah. So, um, great talk, guys. But I, are we going to get Hordak? Are we finally going to get it? What was so. that about? What was Hordak <sighs> messing with? What is that stuff that Triclops is that screwing techno, around? Techno, whatever. I didn't know Hordak was ever into any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Me so neither. Hordak, it's it's Hordak later on. So he was at first a student of magic, and then um, mm-hmm. I don't remember how, but somehow he decides that he's going to abandon magic and he leans more towards technology. Ah, and, okay. um, very nice. So that's kind of yeah. Jerry, so then we kind of have that that vibe, or excuse me, that back and forth between 
you know, Hordak with the tech and Skeletor with the magic. And so, so Jerry, uh, tell me something. Cause I, I'm not too sure. I think this is kind of in the, in the books, but so King Hiss had took over Eternia and then right. he man really couldn't beat him, but Hordak beats King Hiss, right? It's something like that. Like, like Hordak I think that, is way stronger than King Hiss, right? I believe so. And so I, I think at least in the, uh, in the 2008 classics line, uh-huh. It's um, it's like King Hiss is up against the Horde who teamed up with Skeletor and his evil warriors who teamed up Damn. with the Masters. Damn. And okay. so they defeat him. But then in the end, of course, the Horde and Skeletor turn on the others. And of course so it's is. like a big battle royale, essentially. Uh, okay. Nice. Uh, and of course, He-Man proves victorious in the end. And uh, he rules. He be- becomes the king. With Tila as his queen and then uh, their son Hero I, is is born. Hero, that's right. right. I, I kind of yeah. dig that. Yes. I dig that. That's another thing I wanted to ask you guys about. Was that like they kind of like hint at of course a, an yeah. Adam Tila relationship, yeah. but it never really yeah. fleshes out, which is kind of yeah. one of those He Man things, right? It's always like an right. arm's length that relationship. You know what I mean? So, but it seems like it's always kind of been like that. Like, did you see the the one in the two thousand Jerry where uh, they actually show King Grayskull? You know where where he gets the you know by the power of Grayskull, and you know that there he's not actually talking about the castle. He's actually talking about his ancestor, his ancestor, yeah, King Grayskull, yeah. where he's like super massive, like he he's only like huge, yeah, yeah he man's only supposed to be like half <laughs> of Grayskull size. Okay, you yeah. know, and, wow, and yeah, like him and this that sorceress, they were a couple. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. it's really cool, and he fights Hordak, but Hordak. He beats Hordak, but Hordak's magic kills King Grayskull. Ah. So, but he banishes Hordak somehow. I need to see some of that live action, like a live action King has a live action Hordak. And, and I'm Joe, asks, you, if they if they got it right, it could be awesome. It could and be. You do you yeah. got to do the mix of like practical. I mean, you got to have a lot yeah. of practical effects there. You know, make yeah, it like yeah. real. And oh, and I think definitely. That, you know, nowadays uh, and and. I think Marvel does it pretty well, at least for the most part. They they mix the the practical and and uh, CG enough that it, it looks good. It looks okay. It doesn't look like yeah. Phantom Menace. Right. <laughs> Oof. Phantom right. Menace is terrible. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's uh... yeah. Uh, James Gunn's a big fan of uh, practical stuff, and, and too, it, right? it looks good in Guardians. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah it does. Look good. Yeah. Suicide Squad too. Uh, Joe has a couple more uh, castings he wants out of us Who's guys. Evil Lynn, he, he wants says. Evil Lynn. I'm gonna go Angelina Jolie. It's probably like the obvious answer, but huh. that's I didn't, who I didn't I even think about her. I would go the Maleficent stuff was there for me. Angelina can do it. She looked great in Eternals. I thought um, still got it. So I I could, I could see her in that role. Mm. I, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I hate to, to say it, it. it, it's hard not to lean on the on the the <clears> voice <throat> casting because Lena Headey is still great looking. She could still be a great. She could, she, yeah, she'd still yeah, rock it as you would. She would rock it, and now we're used to the voice. Uh, he also said, "Who's Tila?" Uh, I think Jerry, me and Double A talked about this in our part one, but we didn't really. Sarah Michelle Gellar kind of didn't do it for us uh, as far as the voice, the voice of Tila. Of Tila. Yeah, yeah, like it was hard really to hear her it. as this tough strong woman even though we knew she had been buffy but you know yeah like... but even as even when she was buffy she still was a little whiny yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i love buffy don't get me wrong but... uh-huh. so uh oof, yeah i 
I mean, I want someone almost like Arya Stark, like you know what I mean? Yeah, like, for Tila? yeah, for Tila, like I want warrior vibes, like a big heat man. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. Yeah, like a Hemsworth. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a, a big, a big change. Well, we you know, right. I'm sure she's aged up a little bit. You know what I mean? So you know, um, yeah. he says Idris Elba as Man at Arms. Um, I like it, except that I'm I'm becoming like right. not a fan of like where like. The, everybody's casting him for everything well no not, not really that because i love him but what i don't like is it's like oh uh and not, not to get in not to get political but it's like primary character is anglo and then the the next secondary character is the one that's the minority i'm like wait a minute why does it always gotta be like that like you know like i, we, I see what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why can't it even out or whatever like you know what i mean so <laughs> You know, hmm. I'm like, it's fine. Idris is, he's great in everything. And he, he would be great as men at arms, but you know, I think we, there's other choices too. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says Angelina as sorceress at this age. Ah, I do watch uh, Rhea Ripley. WWE Rhea Ripley looks like she Tila. looks like the new Tila. The thing about wrestlers is that they've got the bodies, but can they act? You know what I mean? so, the answer is usually no. That's no. What you're say, yeah. <laughs> Although we're about to see John Cena, dear, you just posted the Peacemaker trailer in the group. Um, I did. Yeah, yeah. A Cena could rival Hemsworth as He Man. No. Body wise. No. You know <laughs> But Hemsworth uh, is a better actor. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, Jerry, um, I'd have to get back on some of those castings. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta think Maybe about I'll post it. Them, it's, it's yeah, I'll long. post them in the group. Yeah, let's post that in the group. I'm, yeah, talk about I'm having that. a hard time, like, me too, like thinking of people that just aren't part of the MCU. <laughs> like, like Man at Arms, Arms, I keep thinking about Game of Thrones. I know. Onion, right? I, I keep thinking I about keep Game of Thrones too, right? Yeah. yeah, I keep thinking about the. I'm like, I keep hearing his damn voice. Can we right? get from Game of Thrones? <laughs> Pedro Pascal, you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 he can yeah. do anything now. He's he's got a pass for me, so he can for do real. whatever he wants. Uh, Joe also says, uh, "Cena, you can't see him this in his time as now." Yeah. He says, uh, "He says I need Lucky's opinion." Of course, he says, "Right now, Angelina is a sorceress at this age." Yeah, I mean, that too. So not that not evil Lane. Yeah, all right, but I, I mean, can you know. see her as evil Lane though too. I can see it too. I can see it. Sometimes it's hard for me to think of Angelina like because I don't think evil Lane's supposed to be like twenty nine. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Jerry, uh, we may go into one more block only so that we can properly plug uh, your show. I want you to talk a little bit about that. Um, so give me a second here. We'll get out of this one, and then we'll go into another. And then uh, I want to hear all about Totally Rad Christmas and anything else that you want to plug uh, okay. in about uh, maybe 30 seconds. <laughs> All right, Jerry, we're still here with you hanging out. And we want to thank everyone that joined us uh, tonight on the live version. Uh, first time going live on YouTube, going live into our Facebook group. Uh, but we're always live on our page. Uh, so we appreciate that, um, you guys being here. Jerry, uh, I want to thank you, man, for your time uh, coming and hanging out with us. Uh, you know, we do a super long <laughs> show. We don't like to rush the conversation, man. You know, I've been yeah. on many of your episodes where you end the episode and we hang out for like an hour afterwards talking <laughs> and then you leave you're like hey guys i gotta go and then it's like we stay and hang out and talk and sometimes i'm just listening to everyone's conversation because it's so interesting to hear um yeah. you do such an amazing job jerry of like getting like people from everywhere you know what i mean like i didn't even know you know like we we've had people on that are our friends that have been our friends for 20 years and our buddies and you know things like that or you know 
locals. Uh, but dude, like, you know, we said, you've got New Yorkers, Canadians, you know, people from, uh, everywhere, man. That's really awesome. You know, <laughs> what's your secret? Give us the, the, the inside scoop. I just like to talk and, uh, <laughs> and people just are like, Hey, want to talk about this? And I say, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> That's do it. it. Now, um, honestly, it's uh, the Christmas podcast network is like really awesome. They're, I know. That's crazy. You know, they're, they're super supportive. They, they yeah. uh, try to promote each other as much as possible. And so I've tried That's to bring awesome. that to, you know, any other show that, that I really enjoy uh, as much as possible as well. So, you know, your guys show, I try, whenever you post a new episode, I try to, to yeah, share we, that yeah, as well awesome. as much as I can. Thank you. And, yes, thank uh, you. you know, same thing. Um, when, when Joe and lucky have a show, I put theirs out and a few others here and there, but you know, it's just one of those where let's all just help each other, you know, yeah. why not? And so as far as my secret, it's more of just like, uh, someone will, message me or or i'll maybe stumble upon someone's show and be like hey these guys are kind of cool hey you want to come on my show and that's yeah. about it you know <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened with us we were shocked we were like holy moly really i was like okay let's do it you know what i mean and <laughs> jerry you run a great show man and you have yeah, and like, i can't wait to be on it uh next week so i'm really looking forward to that yeah i've watched the episode already and i made some really great notes and anybody listening right now you, okay the, good so you've seen her yes okay yeah cool. Cool. The super fun thing about Jerry's show is, you know, you have segments and they're great. They're so funny. <laughs> At the end, yeah. I, yeah, I love that. I love that. It's like it's built in and you're just a great um, a part of podcasting. I tell people is like it's like managing time and managing people. So it's like you're doing that because, you know, we'll, we'll go off the rails as it happened in the wrestling episode. Maybe your maybe your longest episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> it was long. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard to rein in because people got, you know, and I was trying my best, man. I was like, I got to get them back in the 80s. At least I'm trying to pull them back in. For like it. But they had a lot of strong opinions about current wrestling. And I was like, <laughs> I, I really felt like just mean Gene there. I was just was like, all right, let me just ask a question. You guys just talk, you know, that's without it. the mean, Jay, you gotta be more mean to be mean. <laughs> you gotta be like, hold on there, Buster. I'm talking about the eighties wrestling here. Not that I'm talking about that nineties wrestling floor, but uh great, great stuff, man. Uh, so much fun. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, so, uh, Joe says, uh, in Hollywood, uh, evil Lane would be 29. Okay. And, uh, oh, that's true. Says, yeah. And he says, and while we think Jerry really, he was the first person to put me on a show, which led to Lucky asking me if I like to get on. Mm. Uh, and then he goes, "Okay, so what's the gag? What's the oh, the gag me with the spoon line?" He's asking for some of J Jerry's uh, content here uh, from this series. Oh. oh, I didn't write any down. Um, I didn't write any down either. But it was definitely whenever Skeletor would say something like Linny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Come oh, on, man! No, 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 That's no, just the Joker talking to Harley." <laughs> I got, I got you guys beat on this one. The gag me with the spoon line is this Fisto. Oh, I would love man. to fist him. We couldn't <laughs> yes. believe he said that. I was like, I was like, "What did you say?" Hard on that one. I was like, "Come on, Kevin Smith! You said you weren't going to do that." <laughs> yes, that was. <laughs> Gag me with a spoon. I'm like, that come that on, man. Was, you gonna, yep. You're taking us right out of the show here. You win. Yep. <laughs> and you then win, Joe, sure. Joe says, uh, and G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the battle. What is the other half? Wait, before you answer that, Jerry, let me hit record. I, I do want to hear this for our audio listeners. Uh, 
Guys, we're back here. We're going to wrap out this last uh, block here with Jerry D. And we just had a great comment in the comment section from Joe of Now Watch This who asked Jerry, Jerry, if G.I. Joe taught us that knowing is half the time, <laughs> what is the other half you learned from Masters of the Universe Revelation Part 2? Okay, so if uh, if knowing is half the battle, the other half is don't let a girl take your magic sword away. <laughs> okay, there you yeah. go. That's very nice. Very nice. Right? Uh, double, double A, you got something for what? Uh, knowing is half oh, I didn't really think about it. Best so, I but... could do off the top of my head. Let yeah. me see. I would say if knowing is half the battle, the other half is um, when you need power. Feel free to make out with a guy with a skull face. Damn. There you go. Yeah. If you really need it, you really need it. Uh, Joey, want to hear what yours what yours is for that's, sure? That's just good advice for life. <laughs> I think so. Uh, Jerry D, tell us about uh, a little bit more about Totally Brad Christmas. Where can we find you? Where can we listen? What do you have coming up? What do you want to plug, man? Go ahead. All right. So uh, yeah, you can find me anywhere you listen to podcasts. So you know, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher you know all that stuff um if you want to find me on social media it's uh i'm at facebook and instagram at totally rad christmas and twitter at rad christmas because the other one is too long <laughs> and uh, <laughs> i have a brand new website that should be launching soon oh wow um nice. yep that the the tis the podcast host uh tom crow actually created uh, for me so that'll be pretty cool uh that'll be up in a, about a week or so and um yeah, I mean, I just, I, like I said earlier, I just talk about anything cool in the 80s that I can think of. And if it has anything remotely to do with Christmas, which is my favorite time of the year, then I'll, I'll mm -hmm. talk about it. So I got Mega Man 2 for Christmas in 1989. <laughs> so I have a whole episode on Mega Man. You know, yes. <laughs> I love there's it, nothing man. Christmassy about it. I just got it for Christmas one year. Uh, you know, but, but we'll do things like the classics. You know, I talked about Scrooged um you know christmas vacation home alone because it's uh from 1990 and and i kind of stretch it a little bit because the 80s didn't happen overnight so i go mm. from like 77 to 93 ish um and but you know we'll even cover some of the classics like it's a wonderful life because they showed it all throughout the 80s you know so yeah. i grew up with i grew up watching it but mostly i try to focus on things like you know magnum pi uh, Night Rider, you know, stuff like that. Some of the fun cartoons that I used to watch. Um, I have a Transformers episode that I'm excited about coming up soon. A Robotech episode as well. Uh, that's super excited about with uh, Very these, nice. these two lovely gentlemen here. Uh, <laughs> You know, um, and then we talk about Christmas music from the 80s because yep. that's definitely its own thing. Absolutely. You know, and, and uh, I have a fashion episode. We'll talk about foods from that were popular during nice. Christmas in the Very 80s. Nice. So, yeah, we just like I say, if it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. As Joe said too, murder she wrote. So definitely. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I've heard your Who's the Boss episode. That was uh, Who's the Boss. Your Gremlins nice. episode, your Rambo episode. You know, he had his brother on for his Karate yes. Kid episode. Yes. And I expected your brother to be another Jerry. And he came in and it was so fun to hear him be like, well, I don't remember what happened. I can't remember exactly. He was like a total like, like I watched the movie once in the eighties and then it was like, you know, but it, it was not a Jerry thing, but it, it made for such great. It was like, okay, yeah. cool. Like you didn't require him to be like brushed right. up and it, and it just came to a very natural brotherly conversation, which was very well done. I loved it. it was you so know, fun. he was an, he's a, an expert on Mega Man. So that was a fun episode. And uh, nice. the home alone one where he was on was super fun. Cause he's also really, you know, well-versed on that one. So yeah. 
a lot of that and that episode just kind of devolved into us just doing like quotes from the movie and our <laughs> all over the place you know like Marv, what, what are you doing Marv? you know <laughs> whatever <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, so, like we ended up just kind of doing that for an hour and a half but yeah i mean i try to have as many guests on as i can uh the raddies were fun it was a uh, so i took all the the hosts and or, or guests from the the first season of of um you know totally rad christmas and i created a essentially an award show Damn, it was just an excuse for me to do a clip show really <laughs> uh, which i know you said was brutal on your editing i know it you was, said that. It was yeah, yeah, there, was lots of, there so may I've be already, there may never be another raddies we'd ever do <laughs> no there will be i've already started making notes to hopefully make it easier for uh <laughs> jerry just go live like us and let what happens happen yeah let, <laughs> yeah, let the chips fall where they may brother you know with it, cj you know? on that could be dangerous so. oh my I would love that. I love you, CJ. I know he's the Uh, best. He would be the best live, CJ. He would be the best live. Yeah, that would be an awesome episode. Him and Manny and and uh, and Anthony together. Oh my gosh, (laughs) guys, guys. Well, we truly want to get Anthony on too here eventually, and CJ as well. And I would, I would have no, I'd be not at all opposed to having Manny on uh, because he's a great uh, host as well. Uh, And I feel you know, blessed and honored to kind of got to know all those guys through you, man. Um, and you guys all talk trash and all that, but I, I do hear it in the depth <laughs> of the episode. There's a lot of heart there. There's a lot of kinship yeah. amongst podcasters and Christmas lovers. And the ones I've got to be a part of were, were special. And to hear you guys get into these real stories sometimes, uh, there's a lot there. You know what I mean? I tell people, yeah. hey, there's yeah. everyone's got a story, man. And sometimes these stories are, are, are pretty deep. Um so that is really awesome, Jerry. I think you're doing a great, great job uh, and a great Thanks, thing man. by by sharing everybody's stuff, man, getting everybody together. Uh, what else is Joe saying in here, Double A, real quick? Uh, he goes, the Bengals episode was great. The Brothers episodes are my favorite. And uh, <laughs> Jerry was on Tis the Podcast intro. That was awesome. Nice. And nice. he goes, Batman Returns was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was great to be on. It with was Joe. fun, yeah. <laughs> I could tell Joe was a little starstruck. He was too starstruck being with you and Anthony there, Jerry. It was- <laughs> A little much for him, you know. So. I'm, I'm not. I'm nobody. I just do what I what I can. And, I'm telling you, know, you man. Hope it, it works. It's working. It's working. It's a good stuff right here. I would not wear this T-shirt if I did not believe in it. So, <laughs> so um, great, Jerry. Well, I want everyone to go check out your podcast, man. At least one episode because it'll only take one, and you'll be in love uh, for sure. Um, if there's anything else, guys, you want to talk about before we get out of here. Uh, just like I said, we got an upcoming episode with Jerry on his podcast coming yeah. soon. So yep. it'll be fun. Yep. It'll be fun. And I'm happy we beat out the now watch these guys to getting you on a full episode. So <laughs> boom, boom. What's up with that? And uh, it'll be our second time uh, as a team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I want to mm-hmm. throw in, we want to throw our names in the hat, Jerry, for a, a, a ratty. Uh, but we want to be the tag team champions. Damn. The tag team All right. champions. I, I do have you for a raddest guest duo already. Nominated okay, great. For we're one, we're so. up for that. I don't know how many duos you you have hey, out there, but hey, we're, we're says, <laughs> damn it. We're down to we're down to take the title right there for the the duos. And I think the only one we might be against Oop. is Lucky and Joe. So we're up for that. Um, <laughs> awesome, Jerry. Well, again, thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you for yeah, coming on. Yeah. For being here. No awesome. problem. Thanks for having awesome. me, guys. It's always a blast. Anytime you are always welcome on this show. You are a Friday nighter, Jerry. You are a member of the Friday Night Faithful for sure forever. Um, So if there's nothing else, guys, we're good.
I'll say what yep. I say at the end of every show, guys, which is uh, there's two things that we want you to uh, remember and take home with you at the end of every episode of Just Another Friday Night. The first one in guys, the first one is guys to seize the day. Um, obviously, He Man Revelation. Everyone was seizing the day from Skeletor <laughs> to Evil Lynn to uh, Tila. Tila, everybody, they, they all had to seize the day. Andra, <laughs> yeah, she, she wanted to become part of the family. Andra, uh, you know, so uh, guys, go out there, um, your dream, your hope, whatever it is you want to do, seize the day, make sure and do that. And the second thing we say comes from Captain America himself in Avengers Endgame, where it is. Uh, in order to do that, sometimes you got to do whatever it takes. Uh, He-Man had to call down the power of Grayskull without the sword of power in his hands. We all thought that was pretty wild. You know what I mean? Uh, you don't go to dunk a basketball without the basketball in your hands. You? In, in He-Man's case, you do. And he did whatever it takes. Those, yeah. <laughs> he did whatever it takes, just like Cap, guys. Uh, so for myself, CM Chuck, and... Double A. And... Jerry D. This has been another episode of Just Another Friday Night. Everyone, have a good night.